What up, Government Knights? Shogun here. Uh, so we lied. We were gonna not put out a year in review episode, and uh, somehow it came to. Well, I'll tell you the truth. So we have a group chat with Conversation Carn Artists and the Nerd Plate. Those are our podcasting brethren, and so I shot them a message maybe like two weeks ago saying, "Hey, are we gonna do a year in review?" Everybody said, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And nobody said anything else after that. So about three days ago, Cole Jackson sends me a text message and says, hey, Conversation Con Artist would like to do a year in review. Will you be available? And I was like, oh, snap. Leroy wanted to join in on this. So sorry, Leroy. Uh, this was a last minute thing. This isn't an official government name episode, but... Since we're on it, we might as well take it. This is the year-end review with the Conversation Carn Artists. I guess this is an annual thing. Appreciate you guys for listening and rocking with us. Happy New Year's. Drink, be safe, and we're going to start this thing right back rolling next week. Oh, yeah. Happy 2020! Hey, what's going on, my niggas and my niggettes? Uh, hey, we we kind of so we we kind of fucked up because we said we we're gonna have our last live show, but I guess technically this ain't really our last live show. What do you think? No, we lied. Yeah, we. Uh, lied. What's Fuck. up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Gummy Name Podcast. My name is Shogun, and my name is Cole Jackson, and we are your, still your checks and balances of social commentary. We still the two halves to make one whole, which is complete asshole. Oh God, damn, your ass is right. But this episode is a little bit different. Um, I don't think we did this last year because we fucked up. But this year, <laughs> we are doing a combined end of the year show with none other than Government Name yeah. Podcast. These Negroes Hi. are here. Hi there. I need you to put a little bit more respect on our name. These Negroes are here. All right, that's cool. These colors. <laughs> these, these, these hoes co- keep fucking, <laughs> hoes right, fucking nah, nah, up. We're not, we not doing that here. These colors. And <laughs> we guessed. Yeah. So, we had to wipe our feet when we came in. <laughs> take, take your shoes off. You can't wear no, no shoes on this carpet. Hey, man. We're going to have fun today. Right? Sure. It's always fun with you guys. I love, you know, being surrounded by meats. It's wow. wonderful. No jokes needed. Yeah, no like, jokes needed. Like nobody just needs to let, say anything. Let it go. Right no, just let, let it, it ride. Yeah. Anyhow, Need positivity. Twenty nine, twenty twenty. No, yeah, we're not taking that into twenty twenty. But that's what this entire well, we're show. We're definitely is. taking that into twenty twenty and beyond. What is wrong with doing this meat positivity thing? You don't. Why you don't like this meat positivity? This show is going to be a compilation of all the things that have happened in twenty twenty, personally and in the media and in politics and all of that good jazz. Including, I guess, meat positivity. Apparently. Why not? Um, so, what we're gonna do is we're gonna start day. off with a letter that we got from Tag, um, which <laughs> is just my name. The title of the <laughs> the email is just me. Red. Red. Yes. So, going point. All right. So, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I missed Red actually answering a direct question about sex. <laughs> sex in public. I am verklempt. Which, if you didn't know, 
mean so overwhelmed with emotion that you can't find words to speak in that moment. Uh, it's a perfect word. It, it is. I don't even I know guess. what that word means. Not really sure why that would make you. It's one of them words that don't exist in the American language that exist in other languages that. I've seen her clip before. I've never seen the word. I've never word. seen that word I've seen anywhere. That word in books. I thought it was oh. at least German. But it's not <laughs> you that, got to actually read books to know that word. It's not an English word. It looks German. A lot of our words are, but yeah, it's not an English word, but like I've seen it before. When yeah. I read this, I knew what he was talking about. You have a master's What did degree. I say? What? Did I say that this word don't exist here? You said it, it doesn't, yeah, you said it doesn't exist in our language. It's not, it's nah, not I didn't hear you say that. I heard you say it's that. It's a sentiment that don't that's, exist in our okay. in the English language. Okay, that's We don't what have you a said, word though. that okay. means that. This is what I meant if, if it didn't come across me. But anyhow. Oh, before we move on to the next point, I don't. I guess that was my whole point in doing that whole thing is that everybody thinks that you know because I don't talk about sex or you know I if you, you ask me, read. but if you ask me a direct question, I will answer. I just don't jump in on conversations, especially considering I'm surrounded by niggas that love to talk about inappropriate shit all the time. Who just the, said wait, you hold love on. being surrounded by meats, but before you get sarcastically, upset, hold on. Let's let's answer this question. How do you feel about sex in public? I well, you did answer that last week though. Uh, yeah, I did. Um, it well, the direct mm-hmm. question at the party was, "Have you ever had sex in public?" And I have, not like with an audience, but like where I could have been called public. Mm. So yeah, there you go, tag. But mm. again, if you ask me a direct question, I will answer it. But what happens mm. on the show is that we talk about general situations and I don't weigh in. And so I feel like that's different. And I also feel like, like I said last week, I feel like the person that I have sex with knows what they need to know. And then that's that's what he gets to, to see or that's the part of me he gets to see that other people don't. And so again, if we sitting around and people are like, oh my goodness, she's such a prude, in his mind, he knows that shit's not true. Wait and a minute. I'm cool with that. I don't think anybody ever said he was a prude. Yeah. But the shock and all of you go answer shit. I don't I know. think they shocked that you're actually answering this. I think they're just shocked that like they wasn't expecting it from you. It it, it was very unexpected for I me guess. too. I don't. I don't, know. I don't well, think. Oh people, shit! I know people don't look at you like a nun and be like, "Oh, she ain't doing nothing out there." Like they I feel just like shocked. some people do though. Nah. <laughs> you, like you, I feel like, and the person who was shocked, where this came from, um. I guess I won't put her name out there, but like she she was like, Oh my god. Clutches pearls. Basically, she was like, I listen to the podcast. Like, and so to me that meant I come across as a lot more virtuous. I don't know, maybe not virtuous. Like, but you, like you drop a glove and wait for the man to come pick it up. Yeah. And, you're like, oh. <laughs> and that is Shit, not the fucking thing. Oh, you want to lay your hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why are you wearing gloves? <laughs> hey, Cole. <laughs> 65 degrees I, at Christmas I, time. I, I what kinda, you talking I, about? After you explained this last week on the podcast, I kind of got what you were saying because it, it's a deeper level of intimacy that you and your partner has now. Yeah. And so that makes sense. Especially <laughs> considering... Anybody that I date that like comes around is gonna have to be okay with the fact that my group of friends is literally niggas. Like I have female friends, but the friends that I go no, out you with you don't. I ain't seen you hang out with who are your female friends is? Her cousin. Oh. My bad. I have female friends, they don't live here. Okay? I talk to them, I don't hang out with them. I just said that the people that I hang out with 
are niggas. <laughs> I do have female friends, but they have kids and they don't live in Birmingham. And so that makes it very difficult for me just to hang out. Y'all niggas ain't got no kids and shit. So we can hang out. Okay. So right. any dude well. that comes into my life is going to have to be comfortable with that. And I feel like it makes it a little bit better if he realizes when we're hanging out that this is something that only he has, that this isn't something that's, you know, that you niggas know. Y'all don't know because it's not that kind of a relationship. So for me, it's important for me to keep that separate for whoever I end up with because I I could get it. I mean, I hang around dudes a lot. My phone ring is probably a nigga. It's one of (laughs) y'all usually. Um, and so for me, that's just a way to keep that part separate and keep it where it's not going to be weird because y'all are we- men in general are weird about like women are weird girl. about that shit. Um, I've yeah. had a one, I've had a couple women, not that I talked to many, but I've had a couple women who was like, "You got a, a, a female best friend?" I'm like, yeah, and it was like. What is that about? I was like, bitch, what are you talking about? <laughs> I said, we cool. Like, <laughs> like, what's the problem? You know what I'm saying? This yeah. nigga helped me move. Yeah. The hell you mean? Women do. Um, my best friend in college, we were best friends in high school, was a guy. Every woman he dated, <laughs> it was a problem. Uh, his current wife, shout out to her. We never had that issue. She recognized that we, we've been friends since we were five. So you're right. Both sides do have a problem yeah, we'll with it. Uh, but for me, again, and I just like that. I like to have red that y'all know. And I like to have red that the person that I'm with know. And I like that it's that he they get something different um, than what the rest of the world gets. Now, again, that doesn't mean I won't answer direct questions. If a question, if you ask me a question, I'll answer it. But I don't like put in on converse, or just general conversations. I don't. I feel like if you answer everything, nobody know what's really real. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you answer it all, they're going to be like, well, I don't know what the reality is. <laughs> but if I don't answer anything, it's the same thing. You don't know. I think, you, you be viewed the way that you've been viewed. And I you don't guess. Want to be nah, I don't way. think it's her not answering or answering it. I think it's your reaction to the question. You usually go, oh, my God, I can't believe you guys are talking about this. Oh, yeah, you, uh, like, if you, your like, reaction wasn't that, these niggas go again. then we wouldn't go as far as we go. I, I do it. I admit it. I do it just to fuck with he you. He does, too. On Point does, too. On Point has well, admitted I don't do that. I don't do that um, at all, really. But it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. My, Like I said, you know, I'm still going to be a private person yeah, because you, I just am. You should not but change. I'm not going to, but any, <laughs> any <laughs> like direct questions. Yeah, from here on out, if you have a sex question, ask her directly. And, and I will answer. answer. I will 100% answer. Now you're going to get sex question emails. Exactly. And also <laughs> attach cat pictures. <laughs> there you go. No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Animal cat picture. I was there just you. gonna say yeah. that could go in such a bad direction. What other direction. cat could it be, Sugar? None, none, Jesus none, Christ! None, don't <laughs> get blocked and don't get cussed out. Yeah, because that will happen. Do not send me vaginas. You will get cussed out. I promise you. You don't want it. Send those to my DM at Cole Jackson <laughs> underscore BYK <laughs> on Instagram. Jesus send them all to me. You just want random vaginas? Ah, uh, well, you know that shit. Anyhow, so yes, uh, tag. You did miss it because you were playing spades. 
Y'all was playing spades when this was going on, so you yeah. missed like a whole. They, they were talking about some of everything, and every time somebody came and asked me a direct question, they asked a question those about some, choking. Those are some good we questions. Spitting, spitting your mouth. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't. That I was, was like, yes. It's amazing how no. those those uh, you were spitting somebody's mouth. I spit in mine. It's fine. Oh, it's you want your down. mouth spitting? Both. Nigga, you both nasty ways. as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody else gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Nigga, y'all nasty. <laughs> it's just kiss. What the no, yeah, that's what no, it is. Yeah, that's all it is. That's all it is. It's just a kiss. Okay, so that's extended not kiss. one that I'm engaging. I can't um, believe y'all niggas getting spit on and spit in. <laughs> it ain't hurt me yet. I'm, I'm shocked. shocked. <laughs> 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 kind of nasty hardest you talking to. <laughs> but yeah, I just I'm really shocked. I just asked for random. It was a question. It was a question. Yeah, that, yeah, that choking. There were a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. And again, so, when somebody you know. came over and was like, "So, Red, do you?" I answered. I will answer a direct like, question. Like a loogie? No, nigga, ain't oh, like that. What that. the hell is that shit? Not that nasty. Okay. Let's not go. Now you getting it thing. like? I need to know the science behind <laughs> we, this. We, the, you're getting into like extreme fetish. Yeah, version. like I'm talking about level one or two. Like, yeah, you're talking about level eight. Look, look, yeah. Yeah. He on he ghetto gaggers. Oh god, <laughs> he getting okay, that far. So let's move on to his next point in his his letter. <laughs> Going the bad direction. <laughs> on point regarding the Watchmen TV series, Rorschach isn't specifically portrayed as a white supremacist, but a white supremacist group appropriates his mask yep. slash aesthetic and other things that are kind of spoilery. Apologize if I'm telling you stuff. Apologies if I'm telling you stuff you already know because those details present themselves further in the show and you may have already finished watching by the time you're reading this. Lastly, I finally started a real attempt at watching Rick and Morty. I'm confused by it and can't tell if I like it. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Rick and Morty is one of those shows I feel like <clears throat> it's a polarizing show. You're either really going to like it and it's going to be hilarious to you or you're going to be like, I do not get why people like this shit. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be one of those things. Because um, I love Rick and Morty. I have fucking t-shirts and shit that Rick I wear. It's hilarious. Um, but it is, it's a polarizing show. I feel like it's one of those shows that you either really like or you don't get it. Yeah. It's hard to get into. And it's hard first. to get into it at first. Um, I, it's The humor is the kind of humor that I like. So that's why I was immediately drawn to it and why I like it. It's dark humor. It's deeply yeah. sarcastic and witty. It's overly cynical. It's anti-religion. It's anti-education. It's, it's anti-government. It's red. It's <laughs> like, it's fucked every system that exists. Rick is, I'm the system. I'm smarter than every system. I'm smarter than everything. I will create whatever world I want. And he does that in the show. He does. Mm -hmm. And everybody else is just like at his whim, basically. And so you kind of got to be okay with some of those kind of different levels of uh but they do like humanize him there's points where he yes. unexpectedly like when king jellybean he, he didn't know what exactly had happened but he killed king jellybean More, when he figured out morty was uncomfortable or the episode <laughs> where uh with trinity with the toilet no with the uh the woman who become a whole planet yeah oh yeah at yeah. the end like looked like he was finna commit suicide mm -hmm. yeah but failed. <laughs> so I mean, they there are points where he 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 does have emotion, which I like. I like that they that he does have that. It's just he don't show it. Just yeah. hang in your tag. It gets better. It does, or it won't. Like I said, it's a polarizing show. Like I feel like you're either gonna like it or you're not. I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like if you 
don't like the uh, Inception episode with the dogs in it. Oh God! I don't know yeah. if you got much hope for liking much of the show. Yeah, that's. The dogs. I mean, if you like Inception and you fool with dogs, that episode is like just good. Where mm-hmm. are my testicles, Summer? Dang, that was good. Yeah, I like Rick and Morty. I'm they- sorry. Appreciate the letter tag. Yes, thank you, tag. Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa. Um, before we so before we jump into stories and stuff, we also got a tweet. Oh yes, that's right. We got a tweet this week, um, and I gotta go find it. Tweet of the week, tweet of the week, bitch. Who's that? I have no idea. <laughs> My roommate yeah. that clearly just got killed in the in the game. Ah. Um, uh, <laughs> From Cinnabon, Cine Ruxpin, at Mr. On Point at Red Calamity. Check out Don't Fuck With Cats, a crazy documentary, and The Astronomy Club, sketch comedy on Netflix. Now, I did not realize that she had put The Astronomy Club in here because I actually went and started watching The Astronomy Club without realizing it. It's a black sketch show. Oh. Which started off pretty good. Mm. Now... They have a trend in it that I hope don't keep up. The Astronomy Club is a bunch of sketches that are that are funny to a point, and then they go overboard, yeah. and it's not funny anymore. I'll show y'all one of them skits before before y'all leave. But a couple, the like the first two skits like that would be like they were perfect if they wouldn't have took this extra two minutes to do what else they just did. Oh, okay. Uh, but I, I that's like on the, net, it's on that's on Netflix too. Yeah. I like the, the dynamic. Netflix and, is coming uh, up. Don't fuck I with cats is is crazy. I saw the little you know how when you hover over it'll give you like the little synopsis. So I, I did that. see it. Mm. Um see the synopsis, but on point told me more about it now I really want to watch the it. First, the first the first video he did was he had two little kittens. And he put them in a vacuum sealed bag, yeah. and he sucked all of the air out of the <clears throat> vacuum sealed bag. And then he played with their bodies after they was that crazy. So fucker. fucking. It was fucked up. Jesus. And then he kept putting videos out like that. They didn't show the full videos Thank of them God. doing it. They just kind of they showed you enough to fill in some gaps that so still make it uncomfortable is. if you fuck with cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even fuck with cats. Y'all know I don't, I don't get down with cats, but like that's fucked up. Like, but it, it's just the whole. It really gives insight on how you can be found, bro. Like, if you didn't know, every picture you take has data embedded in yep, it that it gives does. your GPS coordinates of having Yo, taken that yeah, picture. Yeah, we live in a we're in a Google world, man. Like, and like one way that they tracked him in one of his locations actually. is they went through all of his pictures and one photo had the GPS coordinates in it. I mean, they looked at the cigarettes he had because this different cigarettes have different warnings on them. Oh, so yeah. it didn't have the general surgeon warning on them. So they was like, okay, these cigarettes come from Russia. Mm. He's smoking so, Russian cigarettes? He no, Russia. he he was doing a bunch of stuff to throw them off. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, he was smart. He's a psychopath. Yeah, he's smart. I he's just got a Google Most Hub. Psych- they had a good sale. They Which had one like, did you get? The Nest Hub or the the Nest Hub? Yeah, I got one of those too. You like it? It's pretty dope. I have. I'm waiting because I'm moving, so yeah. I hadn't even took it out the box. I use it to set up my lights and whatnot. I want to do that with the house. So that's, wait, what side did they have on? Huh? What kind of side did they have? Santa on? brought one to me. Oh, they! I huh. bought my own. They Reach you could me. get it. 
Seventy. <laughs> you did it to yourself. $79, you could get the Nest Hub, and they'll give you a Nest Mini for free. Damn. Oh, that's dope. So Amazon? I got a Nest. I got a. Oh, not on Amazon. They got their own shit, my bad. But Ooh. Best Buy was Best doing honoring it, so I got mine through Best Buy. Damn. And it, like, ends, I want to say, today? Tonight? The 29th, I want to say. Pretty good. Yeah, but $79, I got the touchscreen thing, and bad. I got the Mini. It's not yeah, bad. And the, it's not all. even usually $79. It's more it's than like that. It's like 130 Yeah, yeah so... Yeah. And I already had three. Right. I got a Google Home and two Minis already, so I'll have so one in every room. Where you can listen yeah, to music. in any room mm-hmm. when I move. Mm. Must be nice to be rich. Anyway, appreciate you sending Ruxpin for you. that tweet. <laughs> uh, keep sending us stuff to watch. Uh, I've been really good about jumping on, you know, things when they suggested, just like I did these two. And I'm gonna keep watching the Astronomy Club. Mm. I tried watching The Witcher. It's slow. It's slow. I'm on episode four. I think that's where I'm at. Mm. Um, I ain't watching that shit. And I, but it did make me want to go look at the game, so I have downloaded the game. The, the Witcher Three are amazing. Like the way it looks and the shots are great. Yeah, it's just the story is a little slow. And I don't like what is his name? He plays Superman. Henry Cavill. Yeah. Henry Cavill. So when I first started watching this, because I didn't know about the game, I didn't really know a lot about The Witcher. Mm. He immediately have y'all ever seen the movie Mortal Kombat? Yeah, he looks like Raiden. He sounds like Raiden. He's doing that raspy mm. thing with his voice that's that Raiden how, does. That's how the character is in the game though. And well, I books. downloaded the game. I've started playing yeah. it and so yeah, I see. So now I'm like, okay, so he wasn't just he doing being roles, doing too much. This is a <laughs> Did you see him in Mission Impossible? I love Mission Impossible. You see, and also that I one the other spy Impossible. movie. When he was in Mission Impossible, he was fire as hell, man. He was a terrible Superman. Acronym. Man, the man from Uncle. Uncle, yeah. Uncle, yeah. The acronym. Yeah. U-N-C-L-E. <laughs> um, <laughs> you remember the acronym, but not the name. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I just I never seen that word split up like that. No, I've never seen Your that. mind works different than everybody's. It does work very differently. No, that's a good thing. <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to give that give it a shot because I, I like stuff like that. Like, I play games like that from that period of time. I like that kind of shit. Listen, so. y'all. The Witcher was so complicated to me to play. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm playing it now. I'm I mean, on it's Witcher two three. different swords. Yeah. yeah. It's got them different styles. I and then you got different magics. And then you got a whole one button to bring up all the magics. You got to choose a magic. Nah, I was magic. like, man. I didn't get through I, the tutorial. I was like, and I bought I that game. the tutorial. I bought I the game and I was like, yo, this is too much. I got Game Pass again and it's on Game Pass. Well, you got a high level of dedication to games anyway. I beat games. Oh, uh, Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. Just Colin. came out on yeah, came Xbox. Out, yeah. the Game Pass. Really? And that's what Colin been trying to get us I'm to gonna play. I'm going to go home and I download it. it I got to go download it. it. Shout out to you, it. Colin. Yeah, because he's talked about that fucking game a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Just so. being a dick as a goose is actually kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> interesting. Um, so if you have a question you'd like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send it to us that way. Um, we're going to do what we normally do, which is discuss stories from over the, you know, 2019. But we had some some stuff that we wanted to talk about just personally um, that has happened for us this year. Mm. Um, so I don't whoever wants to. Oh, whoa. Oh, I you're the I moderator. Start. That's right. Cole Jackson. Do oh, sorry, job. everybody. Hey, I was drunk. Look, so. Uh, we're we're basically gonna kind of go into some personal side of the personal side of things and kind of talk about what we want to do personally for twenty uh, twenty twenty. 
So the first thing we have, um, this question was presented to us. What was the best thing that happened to you this year in 2019? I'll, I'll go ahead and start with uh, On Point. What, you, what was, okay. Don't well, start with me. Why not? Okay, I'll jump it out. Oh, he want me to go because I you framed frame the question. Okay, that red, means she got some red, good shit she want to talk about. That red, red, she, asked that question. She jumped the whole red, three oh, different shit. tax brackets. Yeah, I mean, it must be <laughs> must be nice to be a one percenter now. I have not talked about this on our show. I have talked about I got a job. First of all, I am not in the one percent. Do not listen to him. Though that right, is lies. Are you Republican now too? Or uh, how's that yes. working out? Anyway. She's getting a gun. <laughs> I am oh, getting a gun. Oh, yeah, there you go. In our style. I am style. getting a gun because I'm living out in a house. Anyway. It's better when I frame it that way. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not. Um, <laughs> I did get a new job that has enabled me to do some stuff that I, I've been wanting to do. Live. Um, live, yes. essentially. Live. Um, I got a house that yes. I'm moving into in the next few weeks. And just... It, it, the job, the money is great, but you know how you get stagnant in life. You get settled. You do the same thing over and over again. Hmm. This was me having to step out, be the new person, learn a whole new system of, of shit, a whole new job, mm-hmm. um, and realizing that I still am capable of doing that. You know, you, you know, you get older, you get stuck in your ways, you Complacent. do a job for so many years, and then being presented with this was a challenge um and it was hard like there was that first probably that first month i was like i might have made a big ass mistake doing this shit um just because it was so much for me to learn and i'm used to being good at everything (laughs) that i do and so you know not being so good at it and having to like really work at it was a test for me um but it's it's gotten a lot better um it, it presents his own challenges it's not a perfect job by any means i don't have a perfect supervisor by any means it's a different supervisor from what i had before thank god um but yeah those those two things i would say have been the highlight and i'm gonna be transparent here i've never lived in a house this house will be the first time i've ever lived in a house really my parents uh we had a trailer my parents will have a house now but I was in college when they got it. I've never lived in a house. I went from living in a trailer to dorms to apartments. This will be the first time that I'll be living in a house, and it's my house. Unlimited hot water. Your showers <laughs> are gonna be. No, nigga, that ain't unlimited because you gotta a, pay the bill. I gotta pay the bill. Um, <laughs> better cut so this shit now. You alright? Better cut uh, this shit in four minutes. But four minutes. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> <Say> twenty or less. <laughs> water bill oh, high. Man. So that that that's been a big deal for me. Um, and I don't think I, probably nobody knew that, but I've never lived in a house. So, um, getting awesome. this house was like a big deal for me because it's one, it's a it's a house, and I've never lived in one. And two, it's one that I've gotten. Right. Um, and I'm renting. I'm not buying, but it's still an accomplishment for mm-hmm. me and something that made because 20 listen 2019 was on some fuck shit okay i went through a lot of bullshit in 2019 so like it ended is ending on a good note i feel like all of the fuck shit is ending in in, in, a, in a good place mm. uh so for me that that would probably be the best thing that happened this year was the new job and uh learning that i still am adaptable that i haven't gotten too stuck in my ways <laughs> I'm, it was close because again that month I was like god damn I don't know what I did just stay my ass while I was it 
Well, congratulations. Yeah, congrats on that, man. That's that's good shit. Hey, Shogun, what about you? Uh, What's the best thing that happened to you this year? I don't know if it's the best thing, but it's the most valuable thing that I took away from this year. My mom was diagnosed with cancer, not trying to get any sympathy points, but I learned the value of perspective and time and being appreciative of what you got. And uh, that has reframed a lot of the, the way I think and look at things. So just being appreciative of what I have just is the most important thing I learned from this year. Hmm. After that, I'm going to turn up the bullshit. So. There you go. That's all good. <laughs> so yeah, y'all enjoy sad. this sensitive yeah. version of him. It won't last long. That yeah. nigga's sensitive all the time. Mm. No, he ain't. I'm just like, yeah, I'll be, be capable for you, bro. I know. I, like, well, listen, boy. Actually, I got you. All of y'all are sensitive and don't realize it, but we ain't going to go there. I know. Listen, I'm sensitive. I don't care. I already know what I am. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I like women to spit in my mouth, too, so it's fine. I mean, okay. On point. <laughs> Best thing that happened to you this year, Sorry, my friend. You follow that. I don't interpret a lot of things in terms of best thing. Oh, it's just things happen, <laughs> and some of them may be valuable. Some of them, so maybe what was not. valuable to you this year? Uh, <laughs> what was valuable to me from a business perspective? Uh, my nonprofit was approved. Sweet. And so That's now cool. we're trying to figure out what move we want to make. Got to get back on that. The nonprofit is called Hype. Yes. Helping young people, and the E is going to be whatever program we have. Yeah. So helping mm-hmm. young people Education. engage, helping young people evolve, helping young people enrich, empower, we empower, yeah. whatever we if plan on having different programs in that situation. Oh, we need to get back. Mm-hmm. I had started one of the doing one of the programs, and then life just was like, bitch, bye. So. <laughs> That's one of the things I need to get back on. Um, Life was like bitch pie. It was. It was like bye, girl, bitch. no, not right now. Um, but well, yeah, grant, getting grants written and stuff. I need to get back on that. That's good shit. There's something in 2019 that I started that has helped me with my self esteem tremendously, and I didn't know it was gonna do it before I started it, but the first time I spewed out the words meet positivity. I had no idea that it go. was going to become such a strong, strong presence it in my mind. It is a that's strong how movement starts. That's, that's how it starts, brother. Like avalanches start with the what first snowball. It's Don't really listen not. to the haters. Yeah. You, you gotta listen me? to yourself. Right? How are you telling me, Red? What wasn't? It was amazing. You're right. This it was is, amazing. Yeah, you brother. know what? Let me just sit over here and be quiet. It yeah. was amazing. No, you said it, it, it you directly. Is. And um, it's not just a confidence thing for you. It's for all men exactly. and all men who believe in meat positivity. That's exactly. it. As we all do. That's it. Not about meat. It's about me. It's about me. Just piggybacking on what Shogun said, it, it's about perspective. Yes. Red? Love, love me, okay. not my meat. Why can't we have new you perspective? You love both. To be honest, yeah. you know, right? Hey. You, 100%, you're gonna absolutely have perspective and have <laughs> your little bit. Honestly, honestly, as a man, like you're supposed to be like the alpha male at all times. And what what if the guy has something that's not alpha male ish? <laughs> you know, now he's like, oh man, I'm, I'm self conscious about what I have. Yeah, this y'all meat- like it so hard. <laughs> All this up. Yeah, man, thank them. you. Yeah, get that. So, yeah. so now we have a actual slogan and a campaign that makes everybody feel appreciated, appreciative, you know, or, or appreciated. Yeah, there you go. It, there you go, brother. So, so I mean, Red, how do you suggest? I don't. 
I don't these have men have a conversation with other men about not being selfish, right. about mm-hmm. being considerate of the partners that they will, mm. about identifying themselves as a whole person rather right. than just their member. Right. 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 This is wrong. Didn't say it was wrong. This would be us <laughs> condemning slut walk or something like that. If we it's not wrong, it. what is it? What is it that creates such backlash for it you? It doesn't create backlash. I said okay. y'all could have your little movement. And it's not little. Petty black it's person. Not, it's not not like petty black person. <laughs> I don't care you what you have your little stuff. You sound it's like all a right. It's just one of your little friends. Other <laughs> little friends. Petty black friends. person. Lord, have he mercy. He's my friend, but he ain't little. <laughs> <laughs> but well. no, I, I like the me positivity campaign. I, I, I'm back I think it's it. amazing. I want a, I want a shirt. Some stickers or whatever else comes. I up. want a fucking flag. <laughs> well, me positivity yes. flag. I want a flag. Oh God. I don't now know where I want my door. Flag. Y'all can have a slut while we have me positivity. Okay, first of all, I'm not I saying you. I'm saying y'all as in women. Because I, I have my own opinions about that. Oh wow. But you know, again, you have your little. I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I'm happy that you came up with something like this. Yes, okay. exactly. That's yeah. great. So I'm with it. It's lovely. I'm with it. What happened um, to you this year, Cole? Oh shit. Um. Wow. I I I got a new job, and it's pretty good. Yeah, that's what's job. Cole? It was like, uh, oh nigga. I'm grinding. I'm yeah. I'm trying. As soon as I get this overtime, there you go. I feel like James Evans. Like right. when I get this overtime, then I can be balling. So out. he ain't risk cold. I, I I heard. I just said it. I just said. But Rich it Cole. didn't stick. It didn't well, I'm not moving into a house like, with a new TV and furniture and shit. You ain't got no furniture, my nigga. No, they I'm on the floor. You know, only <laughs> I'm on, I'm, yeah, I'm about to start this OnlyFans and then. I know what that is. That, this is oh, you know what that is? Yeah, I know what that is. positivity, yes. No. I don't know. I got a, I got a, I got a, a new job. Um, you were unhappy where you were before. Yeah. I was gonna it has my, changed I was your gonna, attitude. I was like, going to kick my boss's ass, so yeah. that's good. Um, I think that I I really, I I I think that me and my partner over here, Shogun, I I I like where our podcast is going. That's another question. Huh? That's another question. Oh well, I mean, I just I mean, it can it can fade into other things. Okay. We'll ask the other question. What's the other question? Yeah. And you can just start with it. Okay. So the next is it the next question? Or maybe skip the the third one since you. Like how have how going. have I you improved? The third what <laughs> <laughs> what are your podcasting goals for twenty twenty? Okay, so what are y'all podcasting? To goals? bleed into the from the eyes question. Yes. Um. Wow. Most definitely want to do more merch. We did merch this year, and it was people people actually uh supported. Was, they supported it and they was with it, and I thought that was cool. It was for the whole website and everybody stuff. So so I thought that was dope. Um, so we, we plan on doing more merch. Um, hopefully we can do this YouTube thing. We had a few, put a, we put a few videos out there and we've gotten some really good feedback and some pretty good views. View numbers not bad. So hopefully we can do the, the visuals, uh, for our podcast, uh, to be out there so we can kind of get that going. Um, I want to take over the world, Craig. <laughs> <All> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> like we want to take over the world. So. That's my goal, man. Just more merch, more video. 
Um, I mean, bigger and better. Like our show is gonna be bigger and better than next year, like we always do. Are y'all a co-host? I guess. I mean, to tag in on this, are, were you done with yours? I don't want to just cut Go you. Go tag off. in. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, I think our podcast is one of the best podcasts out there. Not just because I'm on the show, but because we keep it engaging and it's always changing. Yeah. But what I want to change for the next year is not the podcast is but me myself on the podcast i think i do a pretty decent job conveying my message but sometimes it's missing the target so i'm trying my best to figure out a new way of repackaging what i'm saying most people are telling me don't change shit we got it yeah it's, it's perfect i i feel but like i feel is. like we can we can you're gonna get, get pushed back no better. matter what yeah though. i mean yeah but i mean it happens about that. but uh this year i didn't really engage on social media so next year I'm, i plan on being more supportive that way. So there you go. We're gonna grow. We will. We've talked about engaging on social media for we years. Have. We're and so we horrible at it. Uh, we're just not good at it. <laughs> you know, we're professional counselors and this podcast started off as a way for us to be unfiltered, let out whatever we wanted to. We have the conversations that we would have on Red's couch on on audio. And that's what the podcast started off for us. And so for, for me, the podcast has pretty much been self-care. It's been a way for me because I'm an independent contracting counselor. I don't work like in an office. I don't work next to somebody where I can just, we go on break together and we sit down. So everybody I talk to during my week, considering that I'm also not a super, super social person, are people that I talk to with ethical boundaries. So I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about current events. I'm not talking about news and politics. I'm trying to help them with whatever their struggle is. And so coming to do this podcast is a way for me to say whatever I want, however I want. And our struggle as a podcast has always been being more marketing more, being more vocal in public at the cost of the people in our professional lives finding yeah. out that we talk like this and it's have a, this kind of dialogue. It's a difficult dance yeah. to do. And or stifling our dialogue that is our self-care in order to be appropriate for the people out there in order for us to market more. Because the anonymity is why we can be as open and say, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But if you market it and everybody knows that we're connected to it, then it becomes, you know, we may not be wanting to be as open just because now we know that people that we professionally help <laughs> and even at that point even if we chose to stifle and throttle how we communicate we're still facing that we got 216 old episodes where we weren't doing that yeah. that people can now just go find anyway mm. yeah. I mean there's ways we can deal with and manage that if we wanted to change like we could put 216 episodes on a, another platform or a private and people can go get to them some kind of way, Patreon. in a different way. But I don't know what We're I want to do. To figure that We're out, still yeah. trying to figure it out. I have a lot of goals for 2020 for my individual self. Mm. And I'm going to see where podcasting fits into that. I am really trying to be more intent on being in social media. Mm -hmm. uh, I've just really been lollygagging in 2019. Yeah. I have not been active on Instagram. I've not been active on Facebook. I've not been active on dialogue and let people know what I think about mm -hmm. things and how I feel. And yeah. I'm really, I'm tired of subduing how I feel and how I think about stuff 
for the sake of professionalism yeah and for the sake of it's difficult people not perceiving me in a certain way yeah um and so i i've got a lot of restructuring to do for myself mm-hmm. and i think when 2020 starts and i really dive into that i'm gonna get a better picture of what that looks like and i guess y'all gonna be on a journey with me for that mm-hmm. yeah and th- we'll see how the podcast grows from there i think next year is gonna be big because i feel like the council culture is going away not saying that you would say anything that's gonna cause some people to come after you but i feel like people are finally understanding that there's nuances to a lot of arguments and so if you have a disagreement i don't think people are gonna come at you with pitch sports they're gonna actually listen to what you have to say so i mean you you hear it all the time from your podcast you see all the, the tweets and the messages and the comments and the emails. People usually agree with where you're coming from, and then they actually listen to you. It's, as you explain what you're talking about, they get it. I don't think you're going to have a problem saying that on a much wider scale mm-hmm. when you go to social media. Yeah. But um, that's part of my problem. Mine is to be a, 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 maybe a little bit more transparent. Uh, I feel like... I am transparent because I feel like y'all know a whole lot of shit about my life. Um, but I feel like there's still maybe some things that, um, I don't know that I'm, and I mean, that's again, that is just kind of who I am as a person. So that's not going to change a ton. Um, but just kind of trying to be a little bit more cognizant of conversations that I have and conversations that I take part in. Um, is something that I moving forward wanted to do. Like I said, I wasn't I wasn't offended by the whole. Oh my God, you're yeah. talking about sex thing. It wasn't more. It was a, more of a surprise. What's wrong with you? That was just funny. What was I, funny? I get what you're saying. It was though. funny what you said. It was like I was like, oh my God, like like that. What I mean, that's what it was. But like, but yeah, but I mean, we, it, you don't. You just don't talk don't about. People don't know it. you as I well know. as we do, so they're yeah. gonna react you just don't, a little yeah, different. You just don't well, talk and about again, it. that's why I wasn't offended. I was just very surprised because oh. I didn't realize that I was. Hey man, we kind of like recording. Oh, I, I would. I'm sorry. This nigga, <laughs> his chip. I was trying to put it to the side. My bad. Thank Rattling bags and yeah. shit. Well, I did it down here. Shit. All right, all right, all right. All right, <laughs> all right children. <laughs> but I, it was just. <laughs> His roommate just really must have got tagged. No, that was a good yeah. yeah. They did some good shit. Yeah. Oh. The last one was a bad one. He, he, they just killed somebody just in the one. But yeah, it just it just made me realize how people might be being with me, and and I didn't realize it. Like I'm oblivious a lot to shit, so <laughs> mm. it was a way um, for me to just kind of get an idea about how people view me and. Now I know, now that I know that I can change the narrative the way that I want to, so you have the power. I have the power. That was a good conversation. Uh, are we gonna do the other? Yeah. Uh, so another question that was presented to us was, how have you improved personally, and also as a podcaster? I will start with you, Shogun. Man, I think I already said how do I have improved personally. Uh. I'm trying to focus on listening more. So that's really what I'm trying to do. Why did you make that? <laughs> She's like, oh my God. Anyway, no, it's funny. Uh, nah, uh, I, I put out a lot. So I'm trying to receive more. And so thank you for nodding your head. Uh, so now that, <laughs> that I know that I, I listen and I listen with a purpose. And so I think I've just internalized what people are saying the wrong way. Like over the Christmas break, 
I got into, not really an argument, but into a discussion with my brother. And I'm like, why don't you understand what I'm saying? We got into an argument. I'm going to say argument now. We got into a, an argument over Nick Cannon and Eminem. Like, this is the most pointless argument to ever get into. Yes. But I beat a dead horse because people don't see things from my perspective. And so I'm trying my best to step back and then look at it through their eyes, explain where I'm coming from, and then have a whole conversation over everything. So that's what I'm trying to improve on. It's been a process, but I feel like I'm getting better. As a podcaster, I say I'm just going to be more engaged. Hmm. Good deal. What about you, Mr. On Point? What about me? How have I improved personally, personally and also as a podcaster? I don't know about as a podcaster. <laughs> I feel like I've been doing the same shit for three years. It works. Uh, this, I don't, I feel like I've been more intent about uh, finding stories and being accurate since we got a letter that indicated that sometimes we'd be wrong about some stuff. So I tried to be more intent on being right or just acknowledging that I may be wrong instead yeah. of saying stuff and just going with it like it's right. Mm. Um, I do. I used to do that before I got that letter. I used to just be like, mm, "This the name, right? Just, that's what I think it is, and that's what's going." So I've tried to be just more intentional about what I say and how I say in those moments. Uh, I feel like I'm pretty intentional about what I want to say and what I think most of the time, but you know, some moments show up. Uh, also, something that I don't let a lot of people in on is that I mean, I speak very confidently as if I fully believe everything I'm saying. A lot of times, the strength with which I have a dialogue is still a dialogue that's developing for me. It's still something that's growing. It's still something that I feel like I need to pick a side to know where I need to be pulled away from or what. And I think that because I think that brings out a a strong dialogue with another person. Mm -hmm. But I think I need to be more intentional about letting people know that, you know, I don't know where I am with this dialogue let this dialogue be how we bring it about and mm. you know I'll come up with something from it um, I want to see how that goes I think you know a lot of times I've pulled so heavily in one direction when I'm in my head I'm just trying to figure out where I'm at that the other people don't know where in the world I'm at with something yeah. mm -hmm. so I'm going to try to I'm trying to work on that I'm right there with you um, personally um, personally I've, I've embarked on a relationship that is new to me um, and uh, it's a, a polyamorous relationship which is consensual non-monogamy and I'm growing in it in a whole bunch of different ways like the level of how well I thought I communicated before like this is the epitome of communicating about things that you know one may be uncomfortable and two are completely challenged everything I've been conditioned to believe about relationships over the last 35 years hmm. um, and I tell a story um, to my girlfriend about earlier in my life when I was in um, when I was in McDonald's working being scoped out by a the 23 year old that would take my virginity at some point <laughs> so I walk into work and the dude's in the back 
Like I wish my girlfriend would ask me if a dude, if she can go to the movie with a dude, they were punching the machines and stuff like uh, being all macho. <laughs> so we couldn't get no ice cream because no, I'm just saying <laughs> that machines like don't work. Violence, they the side of the grill and stuff like let my girl ask me boom 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 boom. You know what I'm saying? You need to take that anger and make better burgers. But this shit. In that Damn. moment, what I didn't know is that they knew that my girlfriend was going to ask me if she could go to the movies with me wow. that day on break. I didn't know that when they was having this conversation. I'm like, where this coming from? And I didn't know if they knew that I haven't been asked yet or, or they didn't care. But at that moment, I was 16. A girl asked me if she can go to the movies with another dude. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like that's always been in me, but what's been conditioned to me is you supposed to be with one person and when you witness one person you're supposed to police them when you witness one person you're supposed to monitor who they're around you're supposed to monitor who they talk to you're supposed to be their guard dog you're supposed to be uncomfortable if they have certain conversations with other men you're supposed to you know make sure work. you don't have these kind of conversations with women that you know might be deemed inappropriate you know all of those things that we're conditioned to to be and believe in a uh, monogamous relationship. It, it, I'm trying to find out where my level of comfort is with just what I'm uncomfortable with in the relationship like that versus what I'm just conditioned to be uncomfortable with. Mm. And so for my personal journey uh, this year it has been about, I'm going to call it communicating in relationships mm. because of that. Hmm. Is it? Oh, that's it. That's a lot of work, man. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's different. Yeah, but it'll be worth it though. You can do it. Red. How have you improved personally and also as a podcaster? She got the bag. I don't know. Secure the bag as a podcaster. I'm ignoring y'all. Secure the bag. Um, because again, like I mean, I said, we kind of do the same thing. Like I said, I think that um. At the end of the year here, I'm, you know, realizing maybe I need to start being a little bit more open about certain things. So I guess that will be what I would say for that. Um, and personally, um, I think that this new job has made me be a lot more. And I won't say a lot more because I already was compassionate, but um where I work at now, I you know, I these are kids that have really severe mental illness and seeing the parents that they come from and I already saw this at my old job, but this is just on another level of, you know, Christmas time came and there were a lot of parents that left their kids mm. at this facility. What? Yeah. There were kids that I bought um I bought a Christmas present for one of the kids actually because I he wasn't gonna get anything and I felt bad for him it was books secondhand books because that's what he wanted all he wanted were books he that's likes dope. um that's dope what is what is his name Douglas. he writes like military book now nah, he like tom clancy yes yeah tom clancy he just wanted tom clancy books and some hot fries <laughs> that sounds that's, like a great ass that sounds day, that sounds like that sounds <laughs> my <laughs> typical saturday night. right so yeah. you know that's all he wanted and uh so just seeing dang man that there and I always know that behavior serves a purpose and I know that you know when you look at people's lives and you see what they're doing you don't know what brought them to that point right 
Um, and working here has just driven that more home for me just because some of these parents, like, don't need to have kids. But there's no instructions on how to there be There isn't, but and there's, there's certain shit you should just know not to do, though. Yeah, but not everybody. You know. I know that. Um, but the sad part is, is this is how family cycles are created. You have parents that don't know what the fuck to do, that raise kids that don't know what the fuck to do, who then start raising kids that don't know what the fuck to do. And so you have these generations. And that's why you here to break the bullshit. cycle. Well, and I mean, I, I do what I can. <laughs> um, but it takes more than me. It takes more than a facility. It ta- You know, it takes a lot, especially when a kid has been through some of the stuff that these kids have been through. You hear the stories of, you know, little girls that have been molested by their dads and brothers. We had a little, oh my God, I don't even want Yeah, please don't. Um, you know, mm-hmm. but I think it has made me, and again, I always have, because of what I do, looked at, okay, there has to be a reason why this person behaves the way that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, it has allowed me to see that a lot more. And I, and I feel like anytime I, these situations happen, it improves me in my personal life because I'm a lot less judgmental of people. Uh, I'll still get you to fuck together. Yeah. Okay. Do not misunderstand. All right. I'll get you all the way to fuck together if you're doing Mm. some bullshit. Mm. But I'm going to be a lot more understanding of the why or where it's coming from um, and realize that you're not just being a dick, maybe, and then there's something behind it. But I will still get you to fuck together. Then say that my compassion means I'm going to let shit ride because that ain't who I am. Right. Right. Wow, that got. Uh, That's what we like about you, though. That got, need, that got real. That. that got real, real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Always does with me. Goes from zero to hundred. Back that. down to zero. Jesus. Nah. Not back down nah, to zero. You don't be coasting on zero, nigga. I, nah. I coast on zero. Well, who was he that? mentioned? Cardi B, and you was on fifty already. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Nah. I'm always ready. ready. Oh my god. I stay ready. Yep. Cold. Terrible. Oh, Personally, podcast. Oh, uh, how have I improved? I think your confidence me, level has jumped this year. <laughs> yeah, I, sure. I can say that. I've seen it. No, I when have too. When you yeah. see it happen, you have been more confident. Oh, thank you. This okay. whole entire year, dog. Like you was not to the level where you wanted to talk to different people, and I've seen you being more outgoing. Oh, I'm always outgoing. Yeah, I, I have to. It's my business. Right. <laughs> That's a part yeah, of the business. I'm not trying to put all your information I know, out I know, here. I know you're, what you're saying. You're not outgoing, but, uh, and, and there's ways in which you're not outgoing. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I, uh, I, I guess I took a couple leaps of faith as far as uh, as far as my website and the podcast was actually just trying to get some merch out there and trying to see how that worked. And then I guess on a personal level, um, I guess doing this new job, cause I really didn't have to, um, I could have just stayed where I was and just kick my boss's ass. But instead I, I just decided to, um, to get out there. I had, a, I had a, you wouldn't do well in prison. Huh. You wouldn't do well. I got too many cousins in prison. Go to I got prison. too many cousins. I got his boss's ass. I'm just saying. I got too many cousins in jail. I, I can. I think I can coast I, for a little while. Okay. Now they give I me. If so. they give me five years, let's now. not find out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I, I took two. I took two leaps of faith, and they both kind of worked out. So that that was really, that was really cool. Um, that was really cool. And as, as far as like a podcaster, I I actually feel like I I feel like this is probably 
my best podcasting year ever. <laughs> like I'm I think I think that I think that um as far as like my end of the podcast, I think what I bring to the table No, no, I'm, I'm no, just no, saying. I, you're talking about you. I'm saying like I feel like I compliment you better. If that makes sense. That's you get because what I'm you're saying? in a different head. That's what we were saying about you being in a different headspace, though. So I feel like, you know what I'm saying? You you, you throw the oops and I catch them all. Yeah. If I throw the behind the back pass, you shoot that three. I got a question for y'all. This was posed to, to us. Between the two of us, who's the, most, <laughs> who's the most rational between the two of us? Cole. See? Wow. Told you. Who's the most radical between the two of us? You. Damn it. All right. All right. She didn't read the letter. <laughs> I don't have to. I know you niggas. That's funny. So, um, it's not okay. Let me, because I don't want to. It's not that you're not rational. You have not discovered the ability to be able to leave something on the table and walk away from it. That somebody could have a different opinion and that it's not going to change just because you fully explain your side. Mm-hmm. You've not learned to do that. And so it comes across sometimes as you being irrational because it's like, it's fine, just let it go. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I think that's a lot of what it is, is that you, I, I can agree to disagree. Like, I can listen to your point. I can see where you're coming from. I can still disagree and walk away from it. You want to continue until they get it and, like, they agree with you. Right. And, like, you can't, sometimes that's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, it's a waste of time. It is. Is, is, that the, is that the same thing you described with your brother's situation? Yeah. You beat the dead exactly horse? Yes. So. <laughs> he, and I've seen it. I've seen you not be able to walk away, even though... It's very obvious that you feel how you feel. This person feel how they feel. It ain't going to change. You still like, but what I'm saying makes sense, though. And what I'm saying is right, and you should understand it. And so I think that's what it is. I don't think you come across. I wouldn't say irrational. I just think that you haven't discovered the art of di- agreeing to disagree, truly agreeing okay. to disagree. And I don't, I, I don't go, I won't go that deep with my, my explanation of it. For you, mine is... I think you come off that way sometimes because it's in your you need to present all the possibilities. Like you need to present all the evidence. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Opposed some people some of us look and we be like, no, this evidence. Yes. And you be like, wait, it's other evidence that exists. Yeah. And so when you talk about this evidence all the way over here, it make you seem like you're advocating for that role sometimes when you're just presenting other evidence that challenges some viral evidence. Yep. And that's why I be telling you that perspective is necessary, but it comes with the risk of being perceived <laughs> right. as taking this side. Right, mm-hmm. right. And that's the same thing I'm talking about too, mm-hmm. because I'm running the risk of being perceived as taking these the sides side, yeah. when I'm not letting people know I'm still growing in this dialogue. Mm-hmm. I really don't know where I am. Now, now when I say that, you know that I'm just presenting all this different stuff to try to figure out where I land and, on. And that's dialogue. part of the difficulties of being a podcaster because we talk about stuff at the moment that it happens. Like most listeners have the <laughs> privilege of sitting back and seeing the story develop over time. Oh, and so yeah. their opinions are going to change as shit happens. Like we come off with these hot takes straight off the cuff and it's like, we might be right. We might be wrong, but this is how it feels. or This is how it's happening at the moment. Mm. But I agree with what y'all saying. Not arguing. <laughs> <laughs> Step one. Look at you. Yeah. I've been this way the whole Somebody time. Somebody get this man a chip. I've been this way the whole <laughs> give him, time. Give him his chip. All right. Already. Give him his chip. There you go. Jesus. But yeah, irrational, I, I wouldn't say. I okay. think that for somebody that doesn't know you and that doesn't see you 
in social settings because the podcast is very one-sided y'all are talking to an audience that doesn't talk back i've seen you have dialogue conversations back and forth yeah and so i get to see the whole picture of it um so i wouldn't say irrational like i said i just think that you haven't discovered how to walk away walk away sometime because it you know sometimes it's okay you can still feel that way and I can still feel how I feel and we just disagree to disagree Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself <laughs> he didn't <laughs> well, he not. was somebody get him killed shit <laughs> <laughs> finally if we're gonna talk about this too oh, for fuck's sake we're gonna get it so apparently on this list of things right. we have a new meat campaign oh, yeah. No, we have a new and meat campaign. I'm excited. I'm not. I'm, we have a new I'm meat excited campaign. about this. Uh, 2019 was the year of meat positivity, which is going to be an umbrella for a number of terms that uh, is are going to take shape in 2019 or 2020. The first one of those is meat exclusivity. Oh, meat <laughs> exclusivity. What you talking about? Meat exclusivity in the relationship is going to be about men being faithful to their partners. Uh, if you're not in a relationship, meat exclusivity is going to be about uh, treating your meat right. The relationship that a man well, has with his meat. With look, <laughs> look, treat your meat right. There's a lot of things we can do that, that make our meat wrong. We can be out hitting raw. We can be hitting one chick in the morning and one chick at night. These things are healthy for your meat. All right. doing all that, brother. Yes. They're not healthy. That's how I knew about no, no, this, this is some stuff people need to hear. Manscape a little bit. <laughs> get some shaves going. You know what I'm saying? Build a relationship with your meat. Manscaping is important. Some of y'all. Manscaping is important. I'm telling you. Y'all like know that hair hold odors in it. Y'all didn't know that. that werewolf. Hell who? Oh, yeah. That hair holds odors in it. Oh, I said odors. Who is that nigga? I ain't no, never heard of holds folks. odors, man. Oh. You got to get, you got to, you got to chop that strawberry off every now and then. Okay. Let that shit grow back up. Okay, that's all good. You know what I'm saying? I got you. It's so, a perfect place yeah. to put in one of those bevel commercials or something. <laughs> <laughs> Meet exclusivity, man. That's the new one. Shout out to Colin for the collaboration on that. He's going to be joining us to have some conversations. Nice. I've shaved balls before. You've shaved you balls. Should was that a fetish? Wait, wait, wait. You should definitely tell that story on this podcast, but just not today. That's amazing. <laughs> that That Continue. is great. I appreciate that input. That was a fetish thing? No. Oh. Some people have a, a shaved like You don't fetish. work in a hospital, so that's going to be I'm going to tell you, story. I would not leave that up to... That would be so terrifying. For somebody else to shave them? Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. That's oh, why yeah, I want yeah. her to tell her story. <laughs> just not today. <laughs> not about to nick my balls. That was it. You know, I somebody I cared about. I'm not gonna I hope so. Balls. Shit, you got a razor in his dick in your hand. He trusted it's me, the color purple all I over again. I didn't have one of those kind of like master things. Dude, master wanted shave. Yeah, I cut myself with a fucking razor with the guard. <laughs> what the fuck are you trying to go low, hey. ain't you? <laughs> you trying to get that fade in? Scorch the earth. <laughs> I don't think I nicked his balls. It went. It went okay. You said nicked. Trying yeah. to make sure his okay. fade was straight. What do you think I said? Nah. Just nipped nah. his balls. Nah. 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 Okay. Anyway, you definitely did what he thought you said at some point. Right. I don't know. Let's change the end to an L, right? Oh, for God. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm slow on that one. Okay. I can't wait. 20, 2021 is going to be meat supremacy. Be <laughs> I can't wait. 
<laughs> meets appearance we gonna be th- if everything goes oh, right. That could be taken wrong. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's technically a good our society is meet supremacy. Already meet supremacy. <laughs> Damn, mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds like oppression. <laughs> we already got that. Oh my gosh, those are pretty good questions, guys. Yeah. yeah. So from here on out, throughout for the rest of the podcast, uh, Shogun and Mister On Point was nice enough to bring up some uh, wonderful. Things that happened throughout the year because so, me and Cole were unprepared. Yeah, I, I said fuck <laughs> it. I was like, I'm drunk. <laughs> I ain't got time for this fucking shit. Fucking moving and doing shit. So I, I didn't know we were recording. And until I got yesterday. on call. I, I was you, on call. Yes, I'm on call this weekend. I, I think to to work. I think you because your rich uh, habits now don't allow you to do those types of things. What rich habits would those be? I don't know. You probably laying your bed well, of diamonds. Speaking of rich habits, this sounds like a perfect time for a <laughs> <Good> segue. segue. <laughs> uh, this year, we started out with a lot of early Democrat candidates talking about ways to get the black vote. One of those ways was bringing the conversation of reparations back up. That shit done slowed down, hadn't it? It disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> How do y'all feel about this conversation and what happened to it throughout oh, the years? Niggas don't count no more. About yeah. how reparations didn't need to be money. monetary. Yeah. yeah. I think the people who supposed to be talking about reparations are still talking about reparations. Like uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates. Mm-hmm. He got a whole book about reparations. Mm-hmm. He still talk about it in interviews. Like there are people who are talking about how to do this. And I think, I mean, some states have actually formed committees dedicated to figuring out what reparations would look like if it could. We had a story, uh, I think it was Minnesota, I don't forget what state it was, but it was a place that actually was taking, uh, they was taking, they was taxing weed, their marijuana, and Mm. actually using it to give to people who um, don't aren't able to buy houses and, and to build a community up and stuff like that. I mean, there's it, it's people coming up with ways to do this shit. But that's, they're like, they're going to give that money to the people and they're going to go back and buy weed. You know, like, I'm mm. really, I'm skeptical about, that's why I'm skeptical about money being the thing that you give to people because yeah. then you don't know if the people who created the plan genuinely said we're going to help conditions of these people or we're going to give these people something to give back to us right. so Gucci, that we can Gucci, give Gucci, these Gucci, taxes. But we, we making us yeah. a loop. And so I don't know. And that's the way I look at it, too. I think they already have the end goal set. that They want, They know what we're going to do with this money because we don't have any black banks. So we're going to take it right back to them. So do y'all think the conversation and reparations is going to pick back up as soon? Because 20, I mean, it's, it's election year. Once Trump gets out of the office, I believe it will because they're going to need something else. Like that's what they talk about when they need the black vote. But is that gonna change the way? Is that gonna change the way you guys are gonna vote though? Yes. <laughs> really? Like if somebody talking good reparation talk, that's gonna change the way you vote? Yes. You were earlier this year. You were supportive of Andrew Yang just because he was thinking about you know. I support of Andrew Yang because he thinks outside the box. I like his ideas. Yeah, his his ideals are like. <laughs> Really cool, and he's trying to future proof shit. You get but he's also saying? trying to give you a thousand dollars a month. Too, yeah, right? but any anybody who can talk about trying to, um, so, he, the, the guy who he's he's looking at automations taking up take us losing jobs and stuff like that, and, and like I'm trying to figure out a way for you guys to actually still be able to to live. That makes sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Like if you look at how things are going, like with McDonald's, with Amazon, with all of these different companies actually taking new jobs away from people. I mean, we gotta have something. Gotta get some kind of income. So, I, I, I think Andrew Yang has a good good point on on some of the stuff that he's talking about. Andrew Yang comes off 
at the moment as like a one trick pony uh, as it pertains to all he has is automation he have a really good answer for automation he have a really good answer for Amazon and Netflix paying their fair share and what we can do with it but he have little to no answer for everything else that's being asked on the whole debate stage right. as far as everything else goes and this is the same thing that happened with Trump he had no answers for anything and so it was unpredictable when he got in the office I don't think Andrew Yang would be as unpredictable, but right now, we as a Democratic Party, I think, need some answers. Now, I want $1,000 a month. <laughs> so, I ain't going to, I mean, he just moved up to number four above Pete Buttigieg. Mm-hmm. You know? Pete's out, man. He, he, his, yeah. he, he been slipping up in his campaign. Yeah. Oh, Mayor and, Pete. Yeah, yeah, Mayor Pete. And I don't know. I Andrew like Yang campaign been grinding. Like, he just partnered with Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. For that merch, and I'm like, man, like he's they campaign is very they own it. Yeah. I just I don't know. I don't think I don't think reparations is gonna be what get the black vote because it's never been what got the black vote before ever. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the black vote have been gotten by the Democratic Party consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't think reparations is gonna be what has to be there, but I think that we are becoming so I think we're becoming so intent on them telling us what they're going to do for us that we shaking them all out. And that's that's going to be a problem. Like, mm. the problem with the Republican Party is they accept damn near anybody for anything. The problem with the Democratic Party is we don't accept nobody for shit. Right. Mm. And so, you that's how... You got to be a gay woman that's black. <laughs> a that's gay woman that's black. That's, that's kind of what they want. They, they want to check off all the boxes. Damn. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's what they want in a candidate. I think that's just what the candidate need to start being able to cater towards some groups. Mm-hmm. But the reality is the president of America don't work like that. You got to right. find that shit in local politics. Yeah. Right. Federal okay. shit still don't trump local laws. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be looking at what we think big shit can be done. Mm-hmm. We really need to be looking at what we think our leader will I- impact foreign policy and American perception. Donald Trump has fucked up American perception. Who on that stage will enhance American perception and grow our foreign policy after Donald Trump done fucked it up? How he gonna grow these relationships? Do y'all know the last thing just happened? Donald Trump, uh, in the Canadian version of Home Alone 2, Donald Trump's seven-second cameo was cut out of it. Hmm. I mean, that's, that's come on. It's the, and it's the he, Canadian. He blamed Canada. Justin Trudeau. But they cut that out in 2014. Mm-hmm. They cut out a bunch of scenes out of the movie to make it less than two hours hmm. for for a TV there. But they taking this moment to blame that Canada like oh, Canada don't do shit to nobody. Why are we creating enemies? This I've been saying that all year about Russia, but that's a whole nother conversation. I mean, is Russia always been an enemy to everybody? That's where this Ukrainian shit come from. Russia has told Trump that Ukraine probably did some of this stuff, and mm-hmm. Trump ate it up you know because to me in my head Trump is desperately seeking approval from a person that he probably see as powerful as his father and he ain't never gonna get it but that's why he responded to all of these huh he's talking about Vladimir every every powerful dictator he tried to be friends with all of them (laughs) fucking Kim Jong-un Vladimir Putin the motherfucker over in Venezuela killing everybody. <laughs> he said the motherfucking. Bruh. I know he's really killing it. No, I'm just saying he just. He just I said mean, the Donald Trump is friend trying to be friends with all these hardcore motherfuckers, and it don't make sense. The only thing that makes sense is he's looking for a father figure type dude 
to yeah. to approach to get approval from. Yeah, my right. perspective on that is completely different. I, I look at it like, why wouldn't you want to be friends with you know dictators? Like, well, we don't want to start a war. Well, it's not that you don't want to be friends with dictators, but you can't give dictators in the position that America is in, which is why nobody has ever granted Kim Jong-un a meeting until Trump, mm-hmm. is because you don't want to validate the bullshit they doing if they doing bullshit. Mm. Putin, mm-hmm. um, Kim Jong-un, Venezuela motherfucker, I don't remember his name, yeah, I can't have all been doing bullshit. Duarte? Yeah. Duarte, I think. Either way, they so you don't want to validate that. No, you don't want to create an enemy with them, but you can't create a friend with somebody that's doing bullshit or like the kid in the classroom that's that eat glue and just stare at people all the time. Hmm. It's like you don't gotta go sit next to him to be his friend. You know what I'm saying? When but that nigga shoot up the school, you, you, you want to be his friend, goddamn. Yeah, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you don't want to be his enemy, goddamn. Right. But you don't have to be his friend. I see, I see what you're saying. You really can just let him sit over there on that island by himself and be like, we're not going to acknowledge him. We're right. not going to fuck with him. But what Trump has done, Trump done went over there and said, hey, nobody else understands you. Right. But I do. Now and, he, but Trump don't know what the fuck that means. And now he's talking about might Christmas. you six times. But he just, they just threatened us again about a Christmas Day surprise. And so yeah. it turned out to be nothing. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. So it's like, when we're looking at politicians... I really feel like we need to be separating the local and the federal. Mm. But I think what the what the federal does is it steamrolls down into what emboldens and empowers the local politics. We see that with Trump. Right. When Trump got in the Republican, it does steamroll down to all these judges. It does steamroll down to all these local politicians and how they message come across. You know, if if it was Hillary Clinton instead of Trump, it would have been bolded a lot more blue legislation than red legislation. Mm-hmm. It would have been bolded a lot more blue judges than, than whatnot. Um, but one thing that Trump is doing that the right love is that he's stacking these courts. You know? But but that being said, this all went... We got a long yeah, way. So we've used up our allotment of Trump talk for the day. Yeah, we've yeah, used up yeah. our allotment of Trump talk. Yeah, that's, <laughs> as far as reparations, I think that I think the reason that the dialogue is coming back out is because we are tired of dealing with the shit that's been dealt with. And mm-hmm. I'm seeing that every single year and every single month that we keep going, black folks ain't having this overt disrespect no more. Black folks are not willing to put up with shit that's been going on. Right. And this conversation is going on in homes. It's like, we've been treated like shit. Ain't nobody said I'm sorry. Ain't nobody done nothing about it. Mm-hmm. It's probably time for something to be done. You hmm. know what? That brings up a really good point. It's time for Jesse Smollett to say he's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember Jesse from earlier well, this how year? Can we not? How can we not? It's oh, I'm sorry, Jesse he got He got a bunch of clones now. <laughs> Oh man! He started a movement. <sighs> he did start a movement. He All did. these people are doing this shit. They're talking about they, they cut my dreads. People. They cut my dreads. I am still. They cut my <laughs> dreads off. You know who the original Jesse is? <laughs> who? The boy that cried wolf. Rachel Dolezal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all talking about? <laughs> she did some good. She did some good. Yeah. But she, she just ain't do nothing, nothing good, nothing positive. She yes, still right. be doing good if her parents has, has Yo, her parents her. fucked it up. If her parents <laughs> out of her 
people still be walking around thinking she, she was, a nigga. They, her parents was like, why don't you like your white privilege? <laughs> What's wrong with you, <laughs> girl? We work, white we, work, we work hard for this. <laughs> You don't no, even want to Our slaves like, work hard for this. Like, I understood Rachel though. If I was white, I feel the same way. <laughs> like if if I if I woke up white tomorrow, I'd feel bad for being white. I'd be mad. Wow. I'd be mad. I would too. I'd be like, hey, nigga. I'd be like, no, they gonna think I'm one of them. <laughs> Can't what do the this? Fuck? fuck y'all. I'm, I'm like, white. Oh my god, black fuck people. All of y'all. I'm white. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you be all right. Why would I white. care? Why would I care about your existence? I'm white. My life is perfect. That's so rude. Mm. That is the truth. <laughs> I, lost, I lost my taste. I like I, don't, I can't <laughs> no, they season. Have season I can't season, season no more. Oh, season mm. You don't need to season shit or wash it. That's racist. All right. Wow. So Jesse Smollett. Wow. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, that did start a, a snowstorm of bullshit. People like the one here recently. The girl with the dress. The, no, the other girl who got took in the and she, oh. she was taken, but then she wasn't because it was a boyfriend. She didn't want to leave because she, uh, her boyfriend. Oh, that was in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and what that one really pissed me off too. Both of those, the girl with the dress and this girl, pissed me off because these things really are happening. And when you have bullshit that happens, and you have people that do shit like that, then the people who already think that the bullshit that's happening is not happening mm. pulls on to that and says, "Well, she lied. She wasn't. She ain't got kidnapped. Like, she, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> be happening." Jesse, <laughs> Jesse, Jesse is still holding on to the fact that he said that this happened. He kissed my ass. He did that. I think, I think Chicago is still ride it to the wheels fall I off. I think they're suing each other now, if I'm not mistaken. They're gonna ride it to the wheels fall off, but until they settle, what? Yeah, until somebody but settles. But what it did, like I said, like the little girl with the dreads, the, people, our hair get politicized. Like they make laws and shit behind. You know, rules in the school and shit. This shit actually happened. And then when we talk about this and say that this shit happened, you had this little heifer <laughs> pretending that niggas cut her hair and they didn't. And again, they for the held people, her. They held her down and cut her. Held her down. I got held all down. for attention. It just pisses me off. I got held down and they cut again, it off. These things actually do happen, and it makes it harder for the victims of things that actually happen. It's the same thing with rape. You know how many people like the percentage of of women that lie about rape against the women that actually get raped, but because people have this idea about rape, every time a woman lies, you fuck it up for people who act because it's already hard to get people to believe you. It's already hard to get police to take you seriously. It's already hard for you to not get victim shamed and people to be like, well, why were you over there? And why did why you had that on? And why was you blah blah blah? That's you already true. had that shit. So when you have bitches that lie, it just makes it harder. That infuriates me. If that was my kid, I would have beat the fuck out of her. I would have been in jail. Cause you didn't came home and got me ready to go whoop some white folks' ass. <laughs> okay, I done got went up to this school and showed my hole behind because it would have happened. I would have went you up to been the that, school. You would have been like that lady who cussed out her little nine year old. I was I thinking that too. No, no, no. I would have been cussing the school out there. I'm way. just saying, you know, she went up there. That was. Horrible. I would have showed my ass, and then to find out that you lied, yeah. I'm gonna fuck you all the way up. I would hope my kids would know by the time, like. My mom is crazy. I probably shouldn't do this. I think you're going to set boundaries with your kids. But yeah. unfortunately, attention is the biggest drug out right now. That's right. Social yeah. media is like, I got to get likes and I got to be seen. Right. And I want people. Nobody likes me. Nobody wants, nobody wants to hang out with me. So 
the that's, kidnapping thing really because like here lately that shit has been women have not had a good 2019 no women have not okay men have got to do better but women have been just having a hard time 2019 has not been kind we done had all of these disappearances people getting killed yeah i mean we had cupcake here kid we had tatiana jefferson we had the other young lady out of homewood um god anaya blanchard yeah yeah. 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 I mean, that shit was sad. You got the police killing you in your own fucking house. Mine, that, and let me just, I want to, again, <laughs> bring that story up. <laughs> because this, before this year, my opinion about the police has, has been changing over time, considering all of the shooters and stuff that happened. But before this year, I feel like this year was the year where I'm really like, I'm not even going to call the police. Like, it doesn't cross my mind to do that because I feel like they're going to make shit worse. Who you gonna call and me? I hate to feel that way. Not you, because you already made a whole big-ass deal about me saying you that. You check like, on my black I, ass. What am I going to do if you're getting robbed and I come bust up in the house? What am I going to do? Say, be a distraction or Where something. Where the die? Throw a fucking coin or some shit. Are y'all familiar with the meme with the dog in the science lab? It's fine. Everything's, Everything's fine. fine. It's, it's burning. Yeah. No, not that one. That's the different one. It's just a dog. Hold on. Let me see. Let me search it. While you're searching it, um, that incident that I had where somebody knocked on my door and I didn't know who it was and, and, fig- and found out later that it was the goddamn police and that they didn't yeah. announce themselves and that they had me in my apartment scared that there was some fucking crazy person <laughs> outside of my goddamn door. Like, I, that fucked with me. Yeah. Like, Heavy because all they had to do was say Hoover PD. Right. Probably still wouldn't open the door, but I wouldn't have been afraid that I don't know who this is knocking on my goddamn door. I probably still wouldn't open the door though, just to be. Because here's the thing: what I feel like could have potentially happened because of what happened in Texas is they were looking for my neighbor. I don't even know his name, my downstairs neighbor. So if they had came in and were like, "We we got a call about Joe and we know he's in here," and I'm like, "Who the fuck is Joe?" Like you know who Joe is, woman. Exactly. Like, Get on the ground and spread them. <laughs> <laughs> like it could have went bad. Um, and so my my concept of police just this year is it's not. Shit. So, my concept of police was like that in 2018 so, and all the years before that. This meme has a dog in a science lab with goggles on and it says I have no idea what I'm doing. This is how I feel about police right now. <laughs> Like this is how I feel that their job is going. I feel like they give you a suit and a badge and a gun and you dress the part, but you are no closer to being able to detect a real threat versus a perceived threat. Mm-hmm. You are no closer to being able to determine what is a good shoot versus what is a bad shoot. You are no closer to actually portraying what justice is. We we had a story that Shogun brought to our show about a cop in a training who killed a librarian like yeah. shot this librarian in, during the training they were supposed to be using blanks but somebody loaded the gun with live rounds and he shot her and six times six Jesus times Christ. why was this he was a shoot or not shoot scenario where she was supposed to be getting robbed yeah and he killed she her. was getting robbed she was getting robbed and she got shot I believe, if I'm remembering the story right what the that's fuck? what happened yeah he shot her six times yeah Six times in a training class. So. And what 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 frustrates me is that there are people. I'm not gonna just say they're all white people, 
a lot of white people and a couple of black people, but a lot of white people <laughs> act, act like they don't understand black people's fear of the police. Like it's a legitimate because the same people, way they walk across the street not to cut you off, but the same way they walk across the street is the same way we feel about police. Like we see cops, we want to go the opposite yeah. direction. When they see us, they want to go some other way. They're always like, "Well, if you just do what the police people do, we don't get they, a chance." Pe- I'm or, dead. What? I'm on the ground bleeding. The lady's name in Texas. A Tatiana. A Tatiana. A Tatiana, a Tatiana was in her own house, minding her goddamn business, and they shot in the house because the they window. out creeping around with instead of announcing themselves and doing the actual fucking welfare check. So, like, it ain't even about doing what they say. There wasn't even a command. They just shot her ass in her house. Why is the police creeping around? That's what they did. I don't know. Like, why are they tiptoeing? <laughs> like, what My is that about? My neighbor said he was standing outside because he knew his girlfriend had called the police. They parked down from our building, got out of the car, had their flashlight creeping around. You the goddamn police! Not yourself! Why are you like a burglar creep? And like I said, they knocked on my door and I saw the flashlight come on. Which again, creeping me out because I don't know what the fuck is going on. I have no idea. And again, I didn't call Shogun because Shogun would have came over. And got shot and killed. <laughs> so I didn't call I it. appreciate you thinking about my will. I figured that that's what would happen, so I didn't call you. <laughs> But Jesus, you don't. It don't even. It ain't even about doing what they ask you to do because sometimes there isn't a command that isn't being followed. And the fact of the matter is, white people don't do what they say all the goddamn time. And they live to talk about it. And that's they, the. That's no, the I'm not gonna put most, my gun down. That's <laughs> the most frustrating what? part. Is like, how are you able to discern between these two threats and not threat? Mm. Like somehow they're able to grab that taser every time. With mm-hmm. us, they get the gun. So it, it does seem like it's a little racist, but you know. Are you guys surprised that this is not something that that a lot of the candidates running for president is not talking about? Why would I don't they even... talk about this? This is on a wide scale. This is such a minute thing. But I mean, it's got to be pretty important because it's a lot of black people who got kids. But what? So that's but they talking about reparations. But that's something that isn't going to. It's not going to get you votes. It'll get I me. Mean, black people might have been okay with it, but it's that's gonna be a very polarizing conversation to have. Cause the white people, you don't support the police. Right. You don't back the blue. We don't want oh, a candidate no. that that's don't gonna back be twenty twenty. Back the blue. <laughs> I mean, you, you remember it. when the police were getting shot and they used that drone to kill the dude? Yeah. And they were like, "You don't care about the police here? Like, come on, dude. Like, no." We care about cops. We just care about cops doing their job the right way. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they are failing to do that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like I said, I hate that feel. And like when I called my mom, she was like, why didn't you call the police? Never crossed my mind to do that. It didn't. Because I just, I, I don't know that they're going to make a situation better. And I don't know that when they get there that I'm not going to be treated like I did something wrong. Right. And I, don't, I mean, I don't want to make a bad situation worse. And I feel like cops can do that. As far as political platforms go, our candidates right now for the Democratic Party, they can't, they're not, they're not trying to, what am I trying to say? They ain't fighting against American ideals, they fight against Trump's dialogue. You can't go too far away from Trump's dialogue right now. So if Trump is saying, hey, police officers, when you get them, hit their head on the door and then toss them in... (laughs) You can't come out. It's a real saying, case. 
Yeah, he said that shit at rally. You, he did. You, um, they can't come out saying, hey, uh, police, we need to change your job up. They they can't do that right now. They are trying to, they're trying to get the centers. <laughs> they're trying right. to get the people in the middle. This mm. is what Democrats are trying to do. This is why a lot of they shit, this is why they veer away from reparations. This is why they veer away from police talk. This is why they're veering away, really, from any of that cultural shit. They're veering away from LGBT. They're veering away from all of that shit. They're just talking, they just talking real normal mm. because they have to have a rhetoric or a dialogue that people gonna, won't look at Trump and say, oh, that's, I don't want that, mm. the sinners. So I, I don't, that's why that's not out there to me. Trump hmm. has really thrown off this whole dynamic of how we having a conversation about America in America. He done took this shit so far away. I mean, this American nationalism stuff. Oh my God. I mean, I get it, but that ain't how our existence in the world had ever worked. Right. You know, Trump thinks that America can be an island fully self-sufficient and don't need anything or anybody. The problem with that is Trump has chosen who he believes is the nobodies and who he believes is the somebodies. And that don't match with American interests. Having a relationship with Russia don't match with American interests. Mm. Cutting off our relationship with the Kurds don't match American interests. Yeah. And so it, we got a different dialogue. So I, I'm just, that's why I'm looking at debates. That's yeah. why I'm like, what they finna say now? Cause I don't fucking know. Hmm. What else? Come on. Right. Let's I, see. I wanna talk about Hyman Gate. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Talk about T.I. said that he was going to the gynecologist to check on Hyman. Then he went on the red table talking, kind of dialed it back a little bit and was like, I ain't go every time and I wasn't even going to respond. They told me not to respond. They said, leave it alone. And then it got this big. And then my daughter told me to respond, even though that same daughter was following people and liking comments when they were roasting T.I. about it. You know, he's hmm. like, she's 18. I don't go now. I've been, you know, so he you was should never to- have been going in the first place for that purpose. If you were just going like you go with her to any doctor's appointment, just being a parent because you have to have a parent that with you, cool. But going to specifically find out if she's fucking is not okay. It's creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, a couple, I know uh, another rapper like Rod Digger came out and said she did, she used to do the same thing with her daughter. And I think a couple other people kind of threw their two cents in and said they did the same thing. It's not I'm okay. Like, I'm no. like, eventually she got to fuck somebody. What, but <laughs> it's like it's going to happen. Nobody you wanted to or not. Here's what my issue is with that. You going to the doctor to find out if she's fucking is not very proactive on your part. Because at right. that point it's that's too late, I'm, she fucking. That's where I'm looking at. Like, <laughs> yeah. if you, you worried and you find out that she been fucking, nigga, what you gonna do now? Like, <laughs> can't take it back. You can't take it back. <laughs> you can't take it back. Staple it back together. Instead of having shit. honest conversations Put with your kids about glue sex on it. and it's fucking Ti. Do we expect anything better? No, no. he's a piece of well, shit. Why like, are people <laughs> expecting more from Ti? Because he's, he has a podcast, Negro. Everybody has a podcast. My uncle got a podcast. Junk talks. Comes out every Thursday. No, I don't expect anything better from T.I. It's unfortunate that he's such an influential person. I'm cutting on Influential? The yes. People oh, listen who? to this bullshit. Oh, yeah. People And do. people follow Him? this bullshit. But unfortunately, he's not thinking this all the way through. If you just listen to T.I. for five minutes, you know this nigga's full of shit. My issue wasn't even with him. Because I do, I don't expect better from his fucking T.I. Uh-huh. My issue with was with the people, the, the women who were like... 
I don't understand why y'all are getting so upset about that's this. That's because they want some of that T.I. pie. That right there. Right. They want some of that T.I. pie right there. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure some of them fucked me up. I was. I think you fucked some of them anyway. So it ain't matter. I don't have no expectation. The same way I didn't have no expectation when Boosie came out and said that the feds was the reason why what's the juice world died. Expect nothing better from Boosie. It's Boosie. Like, of course, Boosie say that shit. Oh, man. Doesn't make it true and doesn't make it right, and it doesn't make me give a fuck about it. I didn't care that he asked what. But he was on Wipe Me Down. <laughs> like, the only. I love that the, song. The only question I have, the only little bit of pushback I have is. Can a father be overprotective about his daughter? Yes. Not saying that this is one of those situations. This is just a question I'm throwing out there. Fathers inspired. are overprotective. Exactly. So, is there a limit to where a father going can... to the kind of gynecologist <laughs> with her and so, finding out if she didn't have sex by asking about her fucking hymen? Wouldn't you expect that that same father who is extremely overprotective would have a conversation with his daughter and be like, "Hey, this is the birds and the bees, no, and I would that, like to set some morals in you no. that would hopefully not have you out that here busting it for listen, the 40, 40, I just, 30 on my bed. Listen, I just had a conversation, and this ain't even a dad, this is a mom. We all the time um, have conversations with parents who don't want to talk to their kids about sex, who think that well, you need to, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, no, I don't assume that somebody that's that protective would actually have a conversation yeah, because. But or somebody who deemed that to be protective of their daughter. I was thinking of it's that, yeah. uncomfortable to have conversations with kids about sex, and some parents they it's basically just don't have sex, don't get pregnant. That's not an honest conversation. What, what was the conversation from your parents to you like? My mom asked me <laughs> would I like to have the the talk, and I said I already know. I should have had to talk because <laughs> I've done some wild shit. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought I knew everything. I don't know shit. <laughs> but I've learned, like through my mistakes, I've learned a lot. And this is a but time. But that was her easy way out. Well, you said, well, and, that, and that's not no shade to your mom. Yeah. The, what I'm saying is, parents, it's uncomfortable. And so even our parents. Let me explain. My okay. mom is a home ec teacher or was a home ec teacher. So she really had like diagrams and all kinds of stuff to really go into detail. I didn't want to go through that. So I was like, I know enough. I'm cool. But still, it's different talking to other people's kids than your own. But also, how how did your mama know that you knew? Like, she either fully believed that you knew or she didn't really want to have that talk with you. And either. was just like, okay, you know. I'm one of those nerdy kids. I was researching a lot of shit, but I didn't know how to cover my tracks. So she found, like, Playboys, she found me looking but, up encyclopedias. Nigga, that ain't research, that's that ain't excitement. Research. But that's also not the kind of dialogue that a T.I. would need to give his daughter. Like, hmm. there are things that you need to teach your kids that you need to instill in them from a young age to an older age. Right. Watching porn and stuff don't educate you about it, sex and stuff. And the Pope actually said the Pope said that um, people think that porn is a problem because it shows you too much but it's really a problem because it shows you too little right yeah. and the reason is because it extracts the sex from the intimacy from the affection from the yeah. relationship from the love mm-hmm. it extracts that mm-hmm. you don't get to see all of that and so that becomes a problem with it and that's what a, a father like T.I. is supposed to be teaching his daughter he's supposed to be teaching his daughter how to see a man for his integrity, for his character, for his value, for his respect. But he don't have none of Don't throw meat positivity in there. Yes, don't you can't do throw that. meat positivity in there. How? I support her throwing meat positivity in there. Because you want, you want to value a man by his meat positivity. Oh, yeah. But in this situation, T.I. Right. is not a guy who has right. a lot of value coming from him. 
he might be worth a lot, like money wise, but that nigga is empty. But that's why. Are you see Ti marching? He be marching. And that's the problem with Ti doing this because even though he ain't the kind of person to do it, it create a whole wave. It created a whole wave that's, of status. It, it created a whole wave of men's pr- perspective. It created a whole wave of, me, of men asking, you know, is it possible to be too overprotective? You know, or yes. I, I, a dude I met, he was somewhat reasonable. He said, um, T.I. went overboard, but it is important for men to protect their daughter's virginity. And I was like, I don't know. It's not yours to protect. Yeah, yeah. It's not. So it's not a piece of property. I mean, you don't man. want her to get like busted open, but Why at the same time, are we not having this conversation about your son? No, this is again. I'm not saying we're not having these conversations. I mean, this is for all kids, but you don't want your daughter out there getting busted. Why open her specifically? Because that's your daughter. That's your child. I so can say the same son. thing about your son. You don't want your son out there busting people open. But you it, want them to be respectful about too. their partner. But it's not treated the same way. <laughs> and in the dialogue, was, <laughs> T- 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 was on his little show. You know, big up in his son for fucking. And Ti is a piece of shit. I know, but it's other people that have his mentality. Right. It's not necessarily about Ti. It's about this mentality in general. Like Ti don't exist in a bubble. We just heard it because it's Ti. But it's been people saying but this shit or feeling. Ti's this way. cousins feel this way. Ti's daddies feel this way. His brothers feel this way. Mm-hmm. His homeboys feel this way. It might be one of his homeboys that's like me and just like, nah, man, we don't own none of this shit. Women own their own sexuality. Blah blah blah. But so, so all the guys that I hang around, none of them think this way. And I have a lot of friends who have daughters. They do not think this way. They want to protect their daughter, but they're not going all in there and checking to make sure she's still a virgin. They trust their kids. I don't think, they probably don't go that far, but they probably still believe that virginity is something to definitely be protected by them, not by the girl. They don't nah. think they don't think I need to I need to create the kind of strength that my daughter needs to protect herself. They say I need to protect her. Hence, they don't give her the tools she need to protect herself. Which is what the problem is. Because of, the thing about it is, you're not going to be present when little Johnny mm-hmm. is trying to talk her out her draws. You're not going to be there in her ear telling her none of this. And little Johnny you, good. And the, yeah. <laughs> My homeboy Jeremy says that he he's done everything he can for his daughter and his kids. Whatever decision they make is on them, but he's going to support them after the fact. Like, there you go. That's as best as you can get. And that that's is it. the best that you can get. Because you don't want it to belong but to the streets. That's not. A, you don't want it to belong to the streets. He isn't the in the majority with that thinking. Well, me honest, I'm glad that you have a network of friends that yeah. don't yeah. think down that path. You know, and the reality is, I talk like because most of the dialogue I've had with this came from the brother let's talk group, mm-hmm. and them are a whole bunch of toxic men that come to their meetings. Jeez. So these are the men who are in the community who are saying shit like. You know, we got to, you know, they don't really have an answer for how you raise kids and how you instill these these things in the kids. And there's no perfect some kind of answer. answer. There's things that you don't do. Like, I would never allow, my, this would never, my husband would never, I would never allow it. This would never, we're not doing that. But I also would understand his need to protect our kids in general. Because listen. I'm going to be just as hard on my son. Don't be out here fucking these little nasty-ass girls. Like, the, <laughs> sorry. Would you lisp? Little nasty-ass girls. <laughs> like, okay, <Shut> mama. <laughs> sorry. But, like, I, I, the conver- I want to have open, honest conversation with my kids no matter what their gender is, and I feel like that's important. And I feel like part of the the 
weirdness in our society is that you have you we to give this message to women and girls protect your virginity you shouldn't be out here having sex you but boy as many bitches as you can get it notches on your but and it, it's so uneven and it's so unbalanced the, the messages that you're sending because who do you think that these boys that you're encouraging to mm. be sexual are gonna fuck i got you dumb daughters <laughs> and, and and unfortunately you don't hear a lot of people putting that out there like guys don't fuck everything you yes. hear the opposite you hear the but opposite. me not saying that doesn't mean that i believe in that because I'm like, I say no to a lot of sex. Like, that's just me personally. <laughs> but, but listen, you, as a parent, you don't have to say it. Society say that Society shit. Society say it. You know, look at the only the only movie I can think of with a promiscuous woman was Black Snake Moan and Samuel Jackson chained her ass to the middle of the house. <laughs> she deserved that. <laughs> that was, but there's another that's movie a, called She Hates Me and then also, yeah. uh, what's that Spike Lee one? She Hates Me. She, she, gotta she have Hate it. Me was about the dude he lost and the women man. wanted babies. Yeah. She, they was promiscuous. She had a, a side chick on the side. You talking about a different movie? She no, hate, he, she, she was married. Had Falcon in it. Yeah, wasn't he married to that? No, chick? he wasn't they married. They was engaged. She, he, they was engaged. He came in, seeing her cheating with another woman. Right. She found out that she was like a lesbian. Right. But she still loved him. That's why she still had sex with him. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, maybe I'm thinking about the wrong movie. That's a complex. That's well, okay, that, that was the best thing I could grab. I'm <laughs> sorry. What was the name of the movie where so he started about, getting all, all the women pregnant? She hated that's, that's, that's the same movie. movie. But, oh, but the their storyline story was he caught her cheating. She found out that she was lesbian, but she wanted to have a baby. The only person that she thought was bit, good enough to have a baby okay, by okay, was okay, him. Right. And so it, he turned into a business. Right. Yes. yes. Just fucking business. He, he, he had like 23 kids. Even in that handful. All the movies like James Bond, James Bond fucking somebody. Like and when boys start seeing all these movies, they're automatically gonna say, "Okay, it's it's okay for men to do this. It's not okay for women to do this." Like even mm-hmm. our society teaching in ways outside of our families. Yeah, you know it ain't just that your folks sit down and tell you the wrong shit or the right shit. Sometimes our society just has a system set up to where kids put patterns together of. Who gets shamed for things and who gets mm-hmm. praised for things? Yeah, huh? I got you. It don't even gotta be from us. It, they gonna learn any of that shit. Listen, and I don't know how y'all high schools were, but at my high school, anybody that like we had an incident where and this, she was my friend. She still we're still friends. Um, <laughs> fuck this you had dude. To think about I don't know. <laughs> fuck this dude over like at a football game. Came back to school. She got into a fight because people was talking shit about her like and she was not like a fighting type of girl like it was horrible when nobody talking shit about him how they find out him exactly <laughs> that's the problem you need to go talk to him but that's what i'm saying like but both of them engaged in this behavior but she was the one vilified for it and he just getting praised it like depends what? on what she did like for, it really does depend I know y'all looking at me Like I'm crazy But it does depend Like was she getting Fucked up under the bleachers Like did he convince her To do that Like was she Stupid one in this situation But, but it, Regardless of how it happened Both of them did the same thing No not Not regardless If he got something Out of this situation And made her seem Like the fool Like she Like girl How you gonna Believe that nigga Lying to you like this It wasn't that It was You fuck bud was Bud like some nasty nigga? Like we don't know the context of this. <laughs> he wasn't a nasty he nigga. He wasn't the most attractive of that one. Boys. Well, that's why they joke at her. Like you fuck that nigga. No, he said was no, he a nasty I don't know. nigga? <laughs> With a name like Bud, I don't really have too many high hopes. <laughs> I don't 
don't even remember his real fucking name either. Bud was like. He sound like he's some type of savage uh, from a different land. Uh, Y'all remember when Twenty One Savage was a UK citizen? <laughs> yeah, that went down really fast too. It did. Like, we let that go real still quick. Yeah, he is. He I, I needed a segue. I'm he sorry. Tried, he, tried, he tried to get out that conversation. <laughs> yeah, I was. Because Bud was looking real nasty. Let's see. We had a Popeye's chicken sandwich fiasco. Oh, All wow. right. Man. Wait. Sandwich. Wait. All right. I got one for lunch yesterday. Okay. They changed that recipe. That shit's serious. <laughs> serious. That sandwich is something different. Like, the, the chicken bread, like... It, the the chicken it ain't worth killing Are we going to Popeyes? Is that where we're gonna go when we leave? Do here? we need to go to Popeyes? Do we I, need I to think go we should. We should try it. We should definitely try it. Sure, let's do it. You I, had one. Oh, you don't eat. Oh, <laughs> damn, Cole. Oh, they ain't got nothing but fries and go. red beans you and rice. Yeah, they don't rice beans. I mean, I can still go to Popeyes, guys. <laughs> Kiss my but black it ain't, ass. It ain't gonna be worth it though. Like. I don't feel like a fucking chicken sandwich is worth anything. That chicken sandwich, seriously. Really? I mean, chicken like, sandwiches, depending on where it's from. And the shit looked you like... You had one before and after? Before, it wasn't like this. After, it was something different. Like, they, this, the chicken sandwich was huge. It was like a Whopper size. We got to go get a sandwich. I, Let's do it. Oh I gotta walk well, back I'm some not of my gonna, shit. Well, one, I'm not gonna vouch for any one of you niggas if y'all get into a fight. So <laughs> just want to let you know There's that no lines. I'm gonna just walk. I'm gonna just Uber my I was way able back to home. Get, get in and get out. No That's problems. what I'm saying. We go to Dave's. Yeah, the hype died down. Yeah, now, we so. should be able to just get in and eat regular. My first Popeyes chicken sandwich before wasn't good, but I felt, I saw the potential, so I knew I was gonna get another one. They had they didn't have enough <laughs> sauce on it. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker finna graduate they college. They didn't have I no see this the potential in you, chicken sandwich. I'm telling you, I saw potential. <laughs> it, I like, it does make a difference. The flavor is there. The crunch is there. Yeah. It's that the chicken was dry because they overcooked it. Clearly, they overwhelmed. They probably cooking too many all in different vats and stuff. Like That's probably what happened. The, when I walked in, the lady was like, you here for the chicken sandwich? I was like, no. And she's like, you want one? I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted three pieces. She convinced me, but <laughs> them some sorry motherfuckers if they did that. Man, to you. I'm glad she did. <laughs> I sound fight. like a cool as fuck. Yeah, I know. Hey, yo, the now sandwich I'm was hungry. not bad. We need to like where are we at? Where are we where are we at on time? Oh boy, we close. That's, okay, hey, I'm we we lost John Witherspoon this year. Man, yeah, fuck. we lost pops. Man, bang bang bang. That's not somebody that I wanted to lose. No. At all. That one hurt, man. That did hurt. That hurts. He's always been there. He was a staple of the black community. He is. How y'all feel about Kanye West Sunday service? I mean. I wasn't going to talk about that. That went in my trash You talking about the the stuff he was doing? No, you talking about Sunday Sunday service, man. Yeah, I'm talking about the choir stuff. I'm not talking about the album. I thought that that shit was was fire. I thought that shit was cool. I explain, did. explain why. Explain, please. Because he was doing his old hits before he did his gospel album with a choir. Gotcha. So I'm you, not t- you took it as a concert. Because yeah. it was supposed to be a church service. Nah, nigga, please. Nah, nobody was preaching. Nigga, I think please. It was that just, wasn't no, that's a, nigga, I know I a goddamn. I don't anybody preach. I know it was a, all just music. I know I a shyster when I see one. <laughs> he had speakers because he had... I thought he did have speakers. No, all the videos I ever saw was him just yeah. They were just dancing and they, they was just he had a big ass choir singing Jesus walks all the time and some other <laughs> shit. And I thought that shit was cool. I was like, damn, that shit is kind of funny. So you would go to one of his because it's not a concert. oh not not that post gospel album Kanye. No, <laughs> I can't go to that. <laughs> I had to drink the Kool Aid. Then what? 
Because he's going to turn into Jim Jones eventually. I thought eventually. it was a cult from the jump. He's going to be, he gonna be Jim Jones. It had cult vibes even prior to his gospel yeah. album. It gave me cult vibes. I just, I just looked at him and was trying to sell the new Yeezy boots. No. Okay. Them fucking shoes look like marshmallows. They actually look like bars of soap. That shit is ugly <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> bars of soap. They, look at them Yeezys. I don't know. They look like a bar. They look like they a bar of soap. Look dumb as fuck. Do they look like something that could have came from Area Fifty One? Yes. Oh, when they try to invade. Oh. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I remember that. Segway King. Look at you. <laughs> Segway and like a champ. To clap alien cheeks. Right. Here we go you. with this shit again. I mean. <laughs> Nobody was gonna clap alien cheeks. They had a whole shit, group was with millions of people in there. See, we don't see the, the base to clap some cheeks. See, I'm looking at that as like that's a form of rape. What you gonna do once you, you clap know, the alien cheeks? Though? You're raping them now. Like finally, you're getting revenge <laughs> from all the. No, I'm problem. saying you can't be doing that. You can't. You don't speak their language. They could be saying no in their alien language and you just the take them what you want. The y'all think aliens would actually let people fuck them? I feel like they would just zap anybody that them? came why up. They in the, why they in the base? Why they ain't flying away in, in these spaceships? No, because them, 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 them was the dumb aliens. <laughs> they got, yeah. Them, them the was the ones. niggas they that got, was like, oh. They got spaceships. No. They crash, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they, but they, they the ones that still fly on E. <laughs> <laughs> they flying on E. They be like, I knew my ship. Yeah, I know my ship. <laughs> they flying on E. I got I forgot about those memes. Yeah, it's like I go, oh my God. I go, I go, yeah. <laughs> that was probably the dumbest shit that happened this year. Was a bunch of people joined together. Don't on let the alien cheeks clap you. So, so the whole clap alien cheeks thing came out because, you know, they were like, we gonna go save the aliens. You know, <laughs> first thing we, we want to see where the aliens at. And so you had a whole group of people saying, hey, we're going to go see where the aliens at. We're going to get this alien technology. And a lot of people create memes about having like special right. guns and all these different devices. And then some people like, we're going to meet the aliens. And then some people start being like, fuck it, I'm well, we're going to fuck some aliens. <laughs> it's like, how does... It just That's represents the, the level of the... Like, the disturbed group of people always show up. <laughs> <laughs> they always show up. That's oh, terrible. Man, I got another. That's terrible. Motherfucker. Aliens will do back shots. AC blow that I was gonna get a good. Now this nigga sending me, and yes, AC, because I know you fucking listening. He just sent me a, a invite to a women protection services event, women only conceal class. Yeah, you need to learn how to shoot that carry thing, class uh, in Montgomery, February the twenty. You need to learn how to shoot that. I'm thing. trying to see where the problem is. You need I to know how to got shoot. The gun. I don't have a gun yet. That's fine. It can help you decide. It's a whole group of women that can help you figure out what you want. It's some of your peers. Jeez. Shit. You yeah, know who you sound yeah. like right now? This is going to be bad. I'm sorry. Don't say it, Dan. I'm, I'm here now. Do it. You remember when Aisha Curry got a whole bunch of shit? <laughs> oh, God. For God's sake. I clapped them cheeks. Wow. All right. I get them big rosy cheeks. So Aisha Curry got in trouble. I get that. What? I ain't even, ain't even gonna lie. I would knock that down hard. Real hard. Steph Curry. Be mad. I'm gonna let you just stand out on that. I don't care. Fuck it. Just keep going. I'm getting that. Keep going. Lean in. Again. <laughs> as I Spit said, when we discussed this story. I don't think people took what she was saying the right way. What was she trying to say? That she watches her husband be ogled and be probably approached and all of this shit all the time. And it will make you wonder 
if it's because he is who he is and he has money Mm -hmm. or is it because he's attractive and you're not attractive and people aren't attracted to you true i have had again couples counseling with folks that that is something that they it's a concern Mm. now should she have voiced this concern on the red table talk i mean i guess you can feel how you feel about that whether or not she should have said anything but her sentiments is how a lot of married people feel Mm. and so all of the shit she got for i just think was unwarranted because a lot of people when you when you're in a relationship with somebody 20 years Mm. it is you may wonder if you still got it it doesn't mean that you don't appreciate the person that you with. It doesn't mean that you don't love them and, and appreciate them. It doesn't mean any of that. But as a human, I just feel like you do question whether or not you still are attractive to people outside of who you're with. That's cool. Like, that's all I think it was. Like, she got so much shit. Like, she was, niggas was like, you could be Steph Curry and bitches still ain't happy. You could be Steph Curry and have money and give them everything nah, and bitches trying, still ain't happy. They like, trying to slide in them DMs get a good cooked meal for And her. it's kind of like, <clears> it's <throat> kind of like if, uh, and I used this example before, if me and Red was out and y'all, either one of y'all could put yourself in my shoes and everybody always wanted to take pictures with Red even though we got a podcast yeah. and they always ask her questions about our podcast. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want Red to have any less of that but a part of me would be like, is something wrong with me because they ain't coming to me? Do I be saying bullshit? You know what I'm saying? It, it will make you say that. And she just had, and if I was in an open forum yeah. and people asked me about our dynamic, I'd be like, man, everybody be coming up to her, man. Don't nobody come up to me, bro. And people be would be like, man, remember the point, just want everybody to come up to him. He said, fuck red. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go holler at Mr. On Point. I ain't necessarily say that. I was just telling you my experience. And I think people just interpreted the experience into a desire. Yeah. That's how they interpreted it. Mm. And she didn't necessarily frame it in a way that wouldn't make it seem like a desire. Right. But um but that like people went overboard with they making it seem way. like she just wanted That's to That's the some internet men. though. The internet does that. They take everything and run with it. They I do. mean, hell, Steph Curry apparently had some news leak the other day. We he don't didn't. know. If, he didn't. Exactly, but you listen to the internet. That's his dick. <laughs> yeah. you know? it looked like it. Yeah. It's just a, it's a pale dick. Like I mean, of, that looked like the most Steph Curry ass dick I ever seen. You one of the best lines. <laughs> that was hilarious. What Go you ahead said. and repeat it. Oh, Shogun said his dick looked like he eat pussy. <laughs> 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 No, it real? wasn't hit. It yeah, apparently, really? that was somebody else's, and uh, <laughs> that oh, guy that was swooning over this. <laughs> Did you see? Apparently, it? but the guy who actually owned Dick started up his own OnlyFans that yeah. night. Damn, <laughs> money <laughs> hand over right. fist, <laughs> hand over dick, nigga. <laughs> Jesus Christ, That's so, every night for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Well, yeah. <laughs> me too. That's why I know so much. <laughs> Well, you can learn a lot on Twitter. You know who joined Twitter this year? OJ. OJ motherfucker. Have y'all? He's one of the best I on Twitter. Look I don't it. follow. Let me He's one something. of the best on Twitter. Anything that he he could say, he could talk about the flowers and the trees. And I'm Hello, just like, I'm like, look at this murdering ass nigga right here. <laughs> 
every time he makes a good every point. Every time he says something, like, you murdering ass motherfucker. Every wow. time he makes a point, they're like, kill a point, OJ. Yeah. You really stabbed that one. Look at him. Look at that murderous shirt. Hello. Look. Why is his shirt it's open? It's just a he's, shirt. He's freshly killed somebody. Look at his hand. Why he, is his hand down there? He has not freshly killed somebody. <laughs> Go to the comments. Why can't I, I see wanna... his other hand? Why is his hand not being that's shown? It, that's what a knife is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh gosh! You probably have to click on it. Oh my gosh, man, it's hilarious, man! Oh my god! Nah, it's all right. But OJ Simpson lit up Twitter when he joined. Let's see. Juice, I need an Eagles win, please. None of that Cowboys could still make the playoffs. Talk. Love OJ, I hate him. He's an OG when it comes to football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's, He's an OJ when it comes to homicide. He's an OG when it comes to homicide. Wait, look at the picture. Is a lady? Oh my gosh. Daddy boy's pitching. Hey, Juice, we yeah. found these in our neighborhood. Need them back. <laughs> I'm telling you guys. <laughs> you got what? to follow Everybody's him on Twitter. Big gloves. You got to watch. That is the, that is, that's the main reason why you follow him on Twitter. <laughs> no, people are shit. People ain't shit. Hey, Twitter world. <laughs> it's yours. Most. Oh my God! Oh, they going hard. Yeah, I man. Every time, every post, they just go in. That's what Nicole's Twitter is. <laughs> That's great. It says still a ton of killer football with someone playoff spot still up in the air. I expect to see some bloodshed on the field. <laughs> Can't hide anything in week seventeen. Just gotta grab your opportunity and take a stab at. They do this every time. He oh my God! Man. Great. Great Damn. to be alive. Oh, wait. <laughs> they they disrespectful. They are fuck. so wrong. Oh, my God. I'll tell you. This is so fucking funny. I'll tell you guys. Oh, Great time Damn. indeed, OJ. What a killer video. <laughs> Joe Burrow was slicing right through that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Hey y'all, just go to uh just go to OJ's last tweet. He got a blue shirt on sending a chair. Just go look at these comments. He got his murder shirt on. People ain't shit. You're gonna laugh for hours. But you man. I mean but so then I do really the same good, thing. He got really good content. Like his videos are actually informational. Well yeah, he talks look about he plays fantasy. He plays fantasy football and he talks a lot about football. He brought up a good point about Antonio Brown, but I was like, that nigga killed that point oh man oh uh, what else you sir? know who should have been killed this year i got tons of these good Christ. i'm sorry somebody that needed to die it was all the people who participated in the bluebell gate licking the top of the ice creams and you know what for the people that were like i can't believe that they're you know doing it putting them in it's a federal charge no fucking ice cream that some random bitch licked. Yes, like, I'm glad it's a federal charge. That's what you get for tampering oh, yeah, with food. That actually stopped me from getting ice cream for I still I ain't bought no ice cream, cream so since Fuck then. all you ice cream really? eaters. Yeah, that really like fucked me up. So there's other... What? First you're getting spit on. <laughs> now you're eating ice cream that's been licked. I'm just saying, ain't nothing that can come from a person's tongue that can survive in zero temperatures. It's the oh. fact that they licked yeah, my disgusting. ice cream, my nigga. Yeah, I want man. unlicked ice cream. <laughs> like, I picked up some ice You're cream. For this I, shit. I went to the store and picked up ice cream the other day. I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just, I just put that shit back. Like, it was like, I got some damn yogurt. 
<laughs> like that shit had me thinking, man. I'm like, I just can't the do it. Downgraded the yogurt. Nah, man. I, what else can I do? <laughs> now there's like Briars. Briars has it just, like a it, container it that has. Fuck me all about statistics and odds. Oh, now Breyers you know they didn't do that plan. with every right. ice cream. Look, Grab one out the back. <laughs> they might have licked them all. I don't care. Yeah, I don't like, know. <laughs> Briars has a container that has a the little plastic, plastic thing, rim. So you'll over know it. if somebody like well, Briars is ass. It is yeah, terrible. It's horrible. <laughs> it's Nobody horrible. Eat that. You got no fucking Briars because of a plastic on it. If you leave that shit in your sink, this shit don't melt all Listen, the way. You'll be better off buying the fucking bluebell and scooping off the whole fucking top then. Okay, <laughs> scoop off the whole top of the bluebell and eat the bluebell if you're paranoid. But don't get no goddamn Briars. Don't get no Edies. Don't get no fucking blue bunny. Definitely don't get no fucking little half gallon that costs five fifty. That Hagen Dazs right, shit. Right, right, right. That Talenti. <gasps> you hold your tongue. Yeah, I can right. sell with the Talenti dog. Talenti is delicious. And Never I can eat it, it and it does. It's expensive for how much you fucking know, get. But it doesn't fuck my stomach up. I love Talenti. If it ain't on sale, fuck Talenti. Get it I on sale. Otherwise, get I've a gallon of bluebell. No, I ain't never had no Talenti. I think you're right, that though. Blue Bell is the top. Name. You get the most it's value for what you pay exactly. for. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the gallon costs $7, and that look intimidating, but when you take that first taste, you be like, this is what it's supposed to be. You're right. <laughs> I might have to go give me some Blue Bell after this year. <laughs> we go, you going to get Blue Bell and Popeye. See what I'm saying? Like, I, I, just, I don't know, man. That just fucked me up. I was like, I, I can't do this I understand why it would, but deliciousness, man. I can't sacrifice deliciousness. Yogurt's delicious? Yogurt is not real. <laughs> Yo, look. <laughs> Yo, look. Yogurt. It's not the same, bro. You look so disappointed in you as a person. I know. Yogurt is healthy. I don't want no goddamn cultures in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Damn it. You better come up with a topic because the segue I got from this. heavy cream. The segue's not good. You know what else is heavy? All right. What is that? Lil Nas X. Woo, boy, I thought you was about to say Lizzo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, and I mean heavy as in in these streets. I meant for it to not make sense. Okay, because yours been so good. Yeah. I won't mind to be bad on purpose. All right, little Nas X is really little. He is little. He is, and he little. has been out in these streets and on the cow pastures because he was killing it on the charts. All right. I'm I mean, not so, so much now though. Like Panini people, yeah. did okay, but like it don't matter. He he made that it. one hit will make him rich forever. <laughs> Old Town Road, he is rich forever. Black people love it. White people love it. Country people don't love, love it. it. Right. But Billy Ray Cyrus and his fans love it. Right. He got a award. He got a CM CMA award. If he don't make another hit his whole life, it's people. Rick Ashley still getting paid. Shit, Vanilla Ice. Give you up, never gonna let Rick you roll. down. Never gonna hey, it's still people buying, going to his shows. You. But that one song, he get paid forever. That one song, yeah. Rick Roll. Yeah. Yeah. What other songs that they don't give a fuck about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, clearly, you know that's how one hit one to do. We don't know they shit, but like. It brings you to a nostalgia. Return of the time Mac. Of I can think of a lot of one hit ones that will get you, will uh, maintain your lifestyle. I don't forever. even know the dude's name that's saying Return of the Mac. Return oh, no. of the Mac. Return of the Mac. Damn, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. He's from across the water somewhere. But, that, but yeah. yeah, Lil Nas X, that I'm, yeah, he'll be paid it for was a, a while. Big move. I, ain't gotta I mean, Panini did okay. I ain't got to do Old Town Road. It's a big move for music, though, especially for crossover artists. You know, I think as much as he got shit for it. Look, I be mad white people. Right. Y'all always 
all this blue eyes soul I mean, and shit. Fuck y'all. Yeah, yes. I think this is kind of like payback for when they didn't want Beyonce on the uh, right. CMA. And she had a dope ass country song. Yeah, the song. And they was just like, oh. She had the Dixie Chicks up. Dixie Chicks. They were out in that. You know, white people, they done with the Dixie Chicks. Look, they was just in the audience looking like. They were not happy So yeah this is kind of like A revenge thing It's kind of like a payback Well speaking of another musician Who's been out here Showing their ass And coming out with Terrible music Nick Cannon and Eminem (laughs) (laughs) Damn nigga that was good That was real good Nick Cannon and Eminem Has been beefing Nick Cannon I don't want to talk about that I want to talk about Lizzo (laughs) God damn it Fuck it I do want to talk about Lizzo We're going to talk about Lizzo But let me just say I I still don't understand Why Nick Cannon is doing this Because this is not his lane And love or hate Eminem This is his lane Rap Like You stumbled into a good Discussion Your lane Eminem has been dissing Nick Cannon for years. He's been talking shit about Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. popping shots at Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. Nick Cannon finally has been fed up with this, and now he's coming back with his he's own shit. He's not an artist, though. Why Whoa. is he not an artist when he has a platinum song out there? What was the platinum I, song? I just threw that out there. Okay. I really just threw that out there. I don't... Eminem <laughs> was talking about Mariah Carey since the very first album that he had. Right. Before Nick, Nick Cannon, Cannon was decided to co-op that beef because of that. He been, no, 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 no. The history is what's getting lost on a lot of people. Nick Cannon dated Mariah Carey, right? Around the time he made that song Superman, okay? They split up. They had a bad breakup. Ever since then, Nick Cannon is, I mean, not Nick Cannon. Eminem has been popping shots back and forth at Mariah Carey. He had a song that came out called The Warning where he just went on a tirade about Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon. He called him a clown, called him a... Well, I'm saying Superman, Superman wasn't the first time he talked about Mariah. Okay. He talked about Mariah before his album. I don't know what beef happened with him and Mariah okay. that made that. Well, happen. they dated for like six months and it failed. Yeah, and so Mariah from just, then on, Eminem has been dissing them. But everybody in Eminem's life, he been dissing. Yeah, okay. everybody. Why his is mama, it okay his for siblings, everybody? He been dissing them. Well, I, it ain't even about because the thing is, normally when these beefs happen, people are just like, "Oh, beef." My issue is is Nick. Nick, this ain't your lane. Nah, my nigga, I, I, don't, I don't. I'm tired of this shit. He's not. We gotta stop this shame of Nick Cannon. He is. This is not his fucking lane. I don't Name care. Name a Nick Cannon song. Gigolo. Look, Damn, you didn't think I had an answer for it. No, Hold but on. the fact that that's your answer. Hold on, I, song. I think it's anybody's lane to want to come back at somebody who is talking about. That's you. what I want to talk I'm about. I'm okay with Nick Cannon. Having a problem with Eminem talking I'm okay and, with him and having bringing a it problem, up, but the... but we not finna act like <laughs> this is like some deeply inherent built-in beef forever. Nah. Nick Cannon was mad because he was talking about Mariah Carey post after he dated him, even though that's been a part of Eminem thing for the longest. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back. Let's. So what started this beef was Nick Cannon was talking about uh, on Ti's podcast. He was talking about Eminem and whatnot and Mariah Carey. And, that was the worst thing he could have and, done. And that's what sparked this whole verse that Eminem came out <clears> with, <throat> where he dissed Mariah Carey again and Nick Cannon. So that's when Nick Cannon comes back with, with his whole Wildin' Out crew and dissed Eminem again and again. And then he came out with his own solo song for the third time dissing him. I don't have a problem nobody with Nobody cares. That's nobody cares. To keep doing but at this. the same time, I don't have a problem with this man saying, hey, enough's <sighs> enough. I've been tolerant enough long enough for you to say, well, all this shit... I'm finally in a position where nothing you can do behind the scenes is going to hurt me because he's got tons of money coming in. Eminem has been notorious for 
quote unquote blackballing people in the industry. You can look at Royster Five Nine in his early days when they were beefing. You can look at MGK when they were beefing. That's what MGK was saying. You're trying to blackball me. So how do we know that he's not pulling the strings and trying to affect this guy's money? Because Nick can't blackball Nick from what? Okay, I, I get what you're saying, but what I just said, <laughs> he's in a position where that's no longer gonna affect him. Where Eminem could say all these horrible things or try to blackball him. At this point, he can finally stand up on his own and say whatever he needs to say. Though I think he's using this as publicity to get more viewers on his show and oh. maybe to get Eminem on the show. Smart. I think it is too. Very for smart. Me, if it, for me, if it was about the content and the integrity, he would have done this when it happened. I mean, Nick Cannon, Nick rap music has, has always been but, Nick Cannon's last platform. Right. Even acting was his platform I, before it was music. Right. I don't think he was ever at that big of a risk of being blackballed by Eminem that would impact no. his other forms of money. I think that if he really wanted to say something, then he should have. I just think it's probably a convenient time to say it now for whatever well, reason. It, it is. Maybe and Mariah Carey didn't want him to say shit. And relationships is something that Eminem has. I mean, he was big with Viacom, which owns MTV, which owns Nick Cannon's show. I mean, there, you could you could connect some dots to make a whole argument here. I just feel like it's okay for Nick Cannon to finally stand up. I mean, no Nick, matter I mean, how long. Nick Cannon was talking this shit on Vlad TV some years ago, too. Right. Though. Like, if Eminem wanted to blackball him at any given point, Eminem could have been doing that shit already. I don't think he gives a fuck about him. I don't think Wilding he gives a fuck been either. on for how many seasons? 15 years now. And yeah, it took like, a long break. at any point in that, Eminem could have been doing anything. Like, it's no evidence to support. It's nothing to care about. That's this, what I'm saying. Like, this is me beating that dead horse. I'm almost <laughs> done. I just don't like the fact that people shit on Nick Cannon for him just standing up for Nick Cannon. Like it's not if he was just like he, rapping his lane. That's my issue. I get I'm you. That's your that, opinion that, about it. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm not saying that he shouldn't stand up. Have for you himself. listened to the diss songs? It's Nick Cannon. Have no. you listened to? I know. Them? Exactly. Nobody listened to these songs. Why the fuck would we? Is Nick Cannon? Let me finish my point. Nobody listens to these songs that have an opinion about this shit. Listen to it, and then come back to it. It was just gimmicky to me. It is very gimmicky. It. I mean, he was sat there said, "I'm gonna come out and diss you. Don't make me come out with a track. Don't make me do it, Eminem. I'm gonna do it now. I just don't like shit like that. Mm. Like, ain't don't no rappers who beef do that shit. But they drop like, that shit. Yeah. Hot. He Nick no Cannon, the only one who done came he's out and did But that, but that's the thing. Like people, he wanted. Not, that was my point. Everybody wanted to give him all the credit for standing up for himself, and you know, not like the criticism because he they talked bad about him rapper. But then you can't say, well, he's not a rapper because he's taking on the rap mantle for this moment. Yep. But for me, the problem is that just the problem for me is just his gimmicky. Like I, I like when Drake dropped back to back. Nobody knowing that shit was coming. It just dropped. When when motherfuckers won't got something to say, they say that shit. They just dropped. And it. my only criticism of Nick Cannon is I would have been okay if he would have just said that shit instead mm -hmm. of had this artificial build up, mm -hmm. get his show on it, mm -hmm. have people in his show. Hey everybody for the camera, we gonna talk some shit about Eminem. Let's right. say it all at the same time. Right. Hey, like that shit to me, <laughs> it don't represent real real beef. It because just this... represents stuff that gonna keep his name in there. More people gonna watch Wild right. Out. People gonna listen to his tracks. It could sound good. It could be some good this. I don't know. But I, I don't like that gimmicky shit that comes It's very with gimmicky in the third when he's reaching a lot because he's using like race. He's race baiting basically. Wow. And and it's sad, but I feel like he has the right to do what he's doing whether I like it or not. He got the right. Like me personally, like 
I would watch clips of him sneaking in Eminem disses in Wild and Out. Yeah. If he would have never, but if he would have never put out tracks and yeah. just did that on his platform, mm-hmm. I would have been like, don't let it go if Eminem don't. But like this shit make me think, ah, Nick, you too, you, you never went the corny route. You know, yeah. in a couple of regards. Yeah, I agree with that you. That nigga got he, he got several bags, though, so you're good. Yeah, he ain't, he's all right. Like, you ain't heard of shit. You got bags. Speaking of corny and several bags, Tesla, they released a new truck. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Well, it's actually affordable. Yes. Why? I want that truck. You want that Jesus. Tesla truck? And he talks. He talks. He made me. He talks so. No, no. He talks so bad. Truck. He talks so bad no. about me. Can you go on the, the episode? Tesla truck real quick. You ain't seen the Tesla truck? No. Oh my. I just thought it looked so cool. I want a Tesla. I only. I, I only seen. It. I only. You can afford it. a Tesla now. I only want it because it. I think it looks cool. I've looked at them, and you have a house to plug it into to charge. There you go. That's the only reason I ain't got one. I do. And I like my V8. Oh no. What the fuck is that? What are you? Cold. That is fucking cool. Oh, That's no, futuristic, it's not. isn't it? It looks like one of those. I like it too. <laughs> it that looks cool. Cheap toys, like you and your when you wanted an RC car for for Christmas, <laughs> oh, and your mama went the Family Dollar instead and but got turtles. that shit. This is what this reminds me. Right, grown ass Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly as fuck. <laughs> that shit look cool. No, it's it futuristic as fuck. Who cares if it reminds you of a cheap ass toy? It's not. The nigga in the real truck that pulls up next to it. <laughs> I would not yeah, drive that. Fuck, I man. would drive a Tesla, but not that hey, shit. The inside is marble. Marble? <laughs> it's okay. That was like prototype shit. Oh, like, that ain't gonna have the shit gonna really look. Marble? <laughs> like, it's got like the. It looks like a marble countertop, no. but it ain't really marble countertop. That's like. Real. It was a prototype How would you want shit. To look like Marvel. And I think that shit cool, man. Yeah. Fuck that shit. But, that, but that's one thing I respect about your dialogue because <laughs> you talked about on the podcast about the windshield breaking. Yeah. But on your Facebook, you posted a story about yeah. why it broke. Why it actually broke. You know what I'm saying? So like when they were you, they, it, you you represented a balance in that yeah. situation. When they showed this truck off, they're they're saying that these windows are uh, indestructible. You can't break them. Why would you want a car that has shatterproof windows? I don't know. So they took a sledgehammer and slammed <laughs> the sledgehammer against the body of the truck to show you that it won't actually you know, break. But that actually caused a jarring effect in the bottom of the glass, and it cracked it. So when they took a baseball, like a metal ball, they threw it at the window to show that these windows won't break. It broke. <laughs> So they're like, oh my God. And now they're pre- showing this presentation off with these two broken windows. I don't know why the back one. But Elon, Elon Musk was like, fuck it, we still going yeah, to be still, still rolling with this shit, bitch. Well, what they were Take saying pre-orders. was, it's, it's certain conditions upon which it don't break. That's right. when it's completely sealed right. and mm. all of the edges are confined as they're supposed to be. Mm. But when they hit it, the window kind of slid down a little bit. Right. Hence, not all the edges being confined. Yeah. So the main thing that makes your phones break or whatever happens to your phone is the vibrations that hit. Mm-hmm. So when they threw that ball at it, the vibrations when it got to the edges and the edges were secure, that's what shattered the glass. So it looked like a, a spaceship from like one of them eighties movies when they were trying to figure out what they thought spaceships would look like. I still I fucks with it. It looks like a grown ass DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm the car guy. I like, I like what it represents. We need something it's new. It's too angular. But it is like, ugly it's as fuck. Sharp. I'm it's with too the shit. It looks like a Lotus prototype. I'm with the shit. Uh-uh. I'm with it. I want to test it, but not that. I want shit. that shit. I like that shit, well, bro. That's what's up? Mm-mm. 
uh, speaking of trucks, Jay Z came riding into the NFL. <laughs> there you go. The there train. you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Segway that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would now be referring to him as Jigaboo. Jigga what? Jigaboo. Jigga who? Jesus. I'm not gonna okay. call him Jigaboo and I'm not uh, gonna Let say me that. just go I'm on record. I'm gonna go on these. record as saying this. I don't know the full ins and outs of this deal. Yeah, I don't either. So I kinda I can't really I can't really say that. Cause I don't know what this deal entails. Like I gotta know more. I gotta know more. You know what I'm saying? Like, we really got a lot of we got the press conference, mm-hmm. and people asked questions, and of course Cap's name came up, and all of this stuff happened. But I, I gotta know more. But like, it's, this is it's real. It's it's real. My problem thin. is we looking at the deal as if it's some isolated thing that's not connected to a problematic organization. It's the same thing Steve Harvey thought when he went to go meet with Trump about what was going to happen. <laughs> it came from somebody that has such inherent problems with progressing in the area that we're talking about that no matter what kind of deal come from them, it, it can't be that good. Right. It can't really be with the intention of helping black people progress in this organization. It can't be. Hmm. Maybe... It's to help give everybody a perception of that progress. But the problem is the deal came from, just like the fucking deal that they, the, the thing that they wrote for Cap, Colin Kaepernick on his trial. They snuck some Shit. bullshit in there. Tons of it, that's the same organization that gave Jay, Jay-Z an opportunity. And what nothing has come from that now, except they're going to get some black people to perform at the Super Bowl now. Hey. Well, I mean... Shouldn't we wait and see what kind of deals come from? I mean, we got to give it time to actually get it, let it mature, and let's see what what happens. You know I what think, I'm saying? I think we can, and I don't think there's no. I mean, I know a lot of people going hard, and my rhetoric represent me going hard, but I'm just trying to be funny. I just wanted to use the term jigaboo. I know it's pretty. That was <laughs> that was good. But the reality good. is, there's two groups of people. There's a group of people. Both neither group know what the hell going on with the deal. There's one that's pessimistic. Because they know what the NFL's been doing as it pertains to black people. And one of them is optimistic because Jay Z is a pretty smart businessman right, right. and they don't believe that he would get himself into some shit that wouldn't turn into a positive yeah. opportunity for him. I ain't going to say that. Well, that's he's how made they're some, He's made some bad deals. That's how How's that Armadale doing these days? I mean, how what doing? Armadale, his liquor. Nah, he no longer has that. He yeah, saw that a long time ago. But my whole thing from but it this is. This deal for the culture. All them other deals for his personal self. They might have been bad deals, but see, this deal is for a group of people that's trying to be represented. And I don't know if Jay-Z is even the person to look at him. That's like. why so I was do about you to say, I don't like, know how effective Jay-Z can be in this position that he's in. So you, so do you feel like this this whole thing with Goodell was uh, was a PR? And then who reached out to who about this situation as well? Like, was it a situation where see that's the, that's another thing like did Jay Z reach out and was like yo I can I can like kind of do something to help you guys with with, with your PR or oh, Dick Goodell was like yo we need to get Jay Z on our that's side that's how Jay Z reached out that is fucking garbage yeah most definitely you know what I'm saying if Jay Z reached out to try to help the NFL with something regarding black people that's garbage anyway I I don't accept that you know uh, the only way I think I would accept Jay-Z reaching out is if he tried to reach out with uh, helping the Eminem, just helping them generally with diversity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Listen, y'all having a fucking problem with diversity uh, and I can help you with that. I feel like that'll be 
that'll be the only way that Jay-Z could be reaching out. If the mm-hmm. NFL reached out, then I guess it depends on what deal was put on the table. If the NFL reached out, clearly it got to sound good enough to Jay-Z to say, yeah, let's try that. Yeah. But I don't put it past the NFL to say, hey, we're trying to get Cap back in the league, you know, his camp is fucking with us, and they ain't. Re- I really expect them to have a whole rhetoric downplaying everything that they've had in that resolve. Well, we got all of these owners that want to see them play, and we gonna try them out, and we just need you to come in. Yeah, we just gonna pre- do some fuck nigga shit to yeah, to, like for his tryout. And, and Jay Z might not look at it like that if that's how they came at him. We we don't know. We never gonna know how all of that. I just feel like the NFL needs to improve their image when it comes to the culture side of things. Like they have not really looked good at it, and I would I would think that the intentions of Jay Z joining forces with them would. I mean, yeah, right now all we really got was what was it J Lo and somebody else for the Super Bowl, or I don't even know who it is, but that happened. I, I want to see what, what comes from this because I, I really think the NFL do I think they, they want to Im- improve their image because their image equals dollars you get what I'm saying like they gonna have to like they gotta look better than what they've been looking like because that, 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 that affects the bottom line they're a business at the end of the day that's that's what it is so I, I kind of want to see what comes from this I know nothing has came from it yet but I'm more of a wait and see type of person on this one I, I'm, I'm trying to wait and see, but I'm pessimistic about it. I am not. I do not give the NFL the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And I wish I could give Jay-Z as a businessman the benefit of the doubt, but he can't beat all them white men. <laughs> I'm leaning towards what is on point. He can't yeah. beat all them I white mean, men. He, I agree with you. At we the should end of the, see what they're doing, but they have no reason to at, do anything. At the end of the day, he works for them. Say what you want to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the NFL is a multi-billion dollar entity and he is a cog in in the machine you get what i'm saying y'all think that they finna let jay-z come and change that system that's not how that shit gonna work yeah they're not changing uh jay-z's not changing that system they're going to carve out something that it can look like jay-z done changed potentially for the sake of all of us and that be the case and maybe that'll be enough for us but he ain't Mm -hmm. finna come in here and all these white men finna start giving their positions up to black people oh, and no. the way they treat black athletes versus white athletes yeah. is about to change Ooh. now. And they not they not about to do that. Yeah. The NFL's always had a problem with ownership and black coaching like interviews with black coaches and stuff like that. It is it's been a problem for a lot of years. Yeah. Hopefully we can get that kind of switched up. I know when when I know Diddy was talking about um buying the Carolina Panthers, he was trying to put an ownership group together. The crazy thing about that is, like, other owners have to be able to approve ownership groups to come in and actually do that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, when all and, these, and, other, when all these and old men die out, it'll be fine. Yeah, so that's why I'm no like... system run by 60-plus-year-old white men that work well for everybody. Especially, especially black folks. Politics is the most biggest one. Hey. Ain't no goddamn system that's run by 60-plus-year-old white men almost exclusively that work for everybody. Especially about black people and women. You got that right. Well, you know how I go. We 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 at the end. This is my last one. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know how it goes. Like you were just saying, how when you try to book the system and change something, you get a lot of backlash. And nobody experienced that any more <laughs> than Tank did when he said he could suck a dick twice. Oh my God. You want to end on that? <laughs> I mean, I was looking for a funny one to go what out. You talked about Lizzo. Yeah, we gotta talk about Lizzo. Oh man. All right, Listen, man, Lizzo. Look, I, I had a video about I this. 
well, I'm gonna hit Tank this comment for a second. Okay. I to me being gay is a lifestyle that you have to accept. I agree. I do think that there are moments when you can question your sexuality, do some things, and come out of that and say that's not what I am. But you can't unsuck a dick. You can't unsuck a dick, yeah. but you can never suck a dick again. <laughs> <laughs> you can't unsuck a dick, but you can never suck a dick again. And that's a choice. And if you're if you're going to be perceived as gay by all of the rest of society because that one dick you sucked, even though you ain't sucked none for forty years, that's about like a, a dude who sucked a dick when he was twenty, who's sixty now. If he tell his friends, "Yeah, I sucked a dick," one day, they'd be like, "Nigga, you gay? Bro, I was just one." I was smoking. I was smoking crack at the time. The example that Didn't I gave is that if you murder somebody, you're a murderer forever. Period. You'll always be a murderer, even if you never murder anybody else ever again. But oh, we just got through fucking laughing at OG. You can't wash the not, off your lips. You're not gay for <laughs> sucking a dick twice. You're not. You're bi. That's the end of the story. No, after you suck a dick, the only thing that left is a memory. After you kill somebody, a dead body. That crack, that oh. crack, how you got off of that? Let's go to Lizzo. I can't. <laughs> it's gonna get even worse with Lizzo. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Lizzo, look, look. I, the only thing, like I said, when, when I came in and we were talking about this, the the only thing that really fucked me up was Doctor Boyce Watkins. Is right, that you got to give people context. They didn't hear the, that. The Doctor Boyce Watkins went on a rant about Lizzo and how what was it? Fat culture, fat. He was basically fat saying culture, that something like that in America, him. instead of telling people that they need to lose weight and be smaller, we sit here and praise people like Lizzo, even though she's overweight and she's fat. Blah 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 blah. That was his gist right. of it. And he was saying anything, all that shit that she was, that whole shit she was doing, all that stuff, that wasn't empowering. Oh, well, he said he it said something that, that, that he was like, "That's not empowering. You trying to empower people to do that? That's not." He just cut, he called her a pig and all kinds of shit. And I'm yeah, like, "That's going a little too far." I'm like, "Like, I mean, honestly, I'm tired of seeing Lizzo's ass. We um, all are, but that's her thing now. But it's she's, her thing now. Yeah, that's what she's gonna do from here on out. She's gonna show her ass. Is that something that we deem appropriate? No. Can she do this? Yes, but she can also deal with the backlash that comes with showing her back half." <laughs> you made it work when you made it work. You spit that hot sixteen right there, yeah, didn't you? Oh, I mean, and the thing is, if this was Rihanna, if this was Beyonce, if this was anybody with a nice figure doing this, it wouldn't be. We wouldn't have had this conversation. Yes, we. Would. I think it would. Yes, we would. We do this every time Kim I think Kardashian shows her ass. We are like, why is she showing her ass? What does she do to make money other than show her ass? We're tired of seeing your ass. Well, that's because her whole stick is her but ass. She don't not, sing or nothing. But we it's never not, do this with Rihanna. <laughs> no. Rihanna always she showed, she just showed up to a when war show. When has Rihanna showed her ass she at a game where there's kids present? Award shows that's on air. I don't see okay. on TV. Yeah, they that gotta go through the TV standards. Like you, you can't just no, show. No, she was she's been on the red carpet before, and they showed her in see through shit. Yeah, boots. All right, well, she don't want like, to see through dress before. They, yeah, but, yeah, but, and they were like, "There goes Rihanna," and then Dolce and Gabbana dress. How easy it is to forget that Rihanna do stuff like this, but how <laughs> easy it is to remember that Lizzo well, do stuff like this. Not to say Lizzo doesn't have talent, but the antics are outweighing her talent at this moment even though her music is very good and I, it's like her music. I like that album. but the bullshit that she's doing is not i mean i'm kind of over it i'm ready for yeah, her to stop. she did the same if... thing on saturday night live and then i said this on the podcast last time is like 
it got me to watch because I was like, I bet she gonna show her ass, and then she did it, and I was like, damn, she showed her ass, and she was on and the it highest, highest rated SNL, and but the fact is, in a long time, it worked on me because I watched Lizzo just to see if she was gonna do it, and she did it. So it's got to say more than just <laughs> it's a Lizzo. gimmick. It's a marketing ploy that's working on me because I'm listening and watching her music. So I can't be mad at her for working me as a person. I'm tired of seeing her ass yeah. too. But at the same time, I think there is an argument here that you can say that what she did was inappropriate. And if somebody that looks better than her, quote unquote, would they still get the same amount of backlash? Maybe not. But I think it's still inappropriate to show your ass out in public. I, yeah. think, I mean, that's 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 the reality. Yeah. That's the reality, and I think that's all. Well, that's all I've been trying to say about it. Yeah. Like, it's a difference between weight in our society. You know, if Idris Elba come out, walk down the steps at the NBA game in a speedo, it's gonna be woo, claps, claps. Yeah. I mean, if James see- Corden walk out there oh like that, it's God. gonna be laughs and giggles because he's a comedian. But they would still, but they would still be like, oh, he's doing that for fun. He's like they would still be saying. like, he's so funny. But no, no, but I'm saying it would still be. It was it would it would not be the same as a sexy dude in a speedo versus a chubby dude in a speedo. And then if a big hairy you know bubbly looking motherfucker do it, they're gonna be like, "Ugh, get this guy out of here!" Type shit. But there there are regular fans who actually do that type of shit. Like if you watch, if you've been to a, a pro game before, there are motherfuckers and with their shirt off with big ass bellies and and doing all this shit and and have damn near naked. And women in there you with shorts and vagina lips hanging right. off the edge. Like, it, like it, it, the shit is there. And I think it got. Does it make it appropriate though? That's my whole argument. No, it's not. No, it's not appropriate. appropriate. But and, like, and so that's the end of the but story. The, for the, me. But the spot got blowed up too, too, too much shit, man. Like. We can't get mad at that at the outrage because you always gonna get people to do stuff like this where they're gonna use people's energy for their own gain. But it's always some type of outrage. That's that's the fucking twenty nine. That's twenty nineteen in a nutshell. Outrage. Honestly, outraged. outraged about it. I'm mad about every damn thing. What yeah. what almonds? This is some bullshit. <laughs> Who the fuck put these almonds in my goddamn when he's on this table? What I'm Catch trying, these hoes. So what I'm trying to figure out. Is the balance between what is too outrage and too much outrage versus what are legitimate things that we've been silent for too long about that people are just used to not hearing being but, talked wait, about? But see, that's the problem on point. Like, too many, we, every, people jump onto every little fucking thing all the damn time. And I'm like, are you, are you serious? Like, really? Like, that's not important. Honestly, it, it might be important to you, and you feel, and some people feel like that's the that's the case. You gotta like, we gotta soldier on and like get this shit canceled and get it done. But mm-hmm. like, sound white right once, now. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. This, that sounds like the police argument we were sounds just having. Very white, right? How, how we were saying <laughs> that police don't like the candidates are not running on a platform to change police because it's not a big deal, but it's big to you because you're in you that might group. be one of the people yeah. that get shot. <laughs> and so, but what you're saying kind of brings up a good point. Trying not to lose it, but I'm losing it. Where you're just saying that the outrage culture was too much. In this situation, I don't think I haven't seen a huge group of people who are overweight who want to show off their body. So maybe there is a, a group of people that wants to do that. I didn't know, and maybe Lizzo is exposing that to to a mass audience. I'm not saying that she can't do what she did. 
All I'm saying is what she did was inappropriate at the place she was at. That's my whole argument there. So when it comes to this outrage culture, I'm not the one to say it's too much or too little, but we got to take each and every situation one at a time. I think this case by case basis. Well, I think (laughs) this moment has presented a new baseline because now any woman, regardless of what she looked like, that does something in an environment that should be inappropriate, if she don't get the same backlash as Lizzo, we can point to those things that say, separate okay, Lizzo from right, that. Fat. Right. Like if Rihanna, if because of Lizzo, if all these women start getting out here twerking like that, I need everybody to keep that same energy. I, keep I agree. Same you know, regardless, and I love that she's so confident to be willing to do this. It's just that wasn't the time or the place. Hmm. That's just my opinion. All right, I'm hungry. Okay. Oh, you want your Popeye's last, chicken? Last, last, Popeye's last thing, chicken. guys. We, there was you a lot of movies movie. that came out. I just why you, to, why you roll your neck when you were talking about Popeye's yeah, chicken? Yeah, uh, so we got <laughs> Avengers Endgame. That was early this year. You <laughs> loved it. Right loved it. All right, Bird Box. That was the beginning of the year. Loved it. Didn't see it. Once. You didn't see that? It's I on Netflix. Want, I know, I don't want to watch it. Us. I don't want to see Sandra Bullock get with some black man. I don't watch things when they're hyped up. Well, it's, she, it's no, cold no, now. Sandra you Bullock watch it. was like in love with this black dude. Okay, like that is but, that that is the price of admission alone. But what? I don't watch things. With so that she type. was in love with a black dude, but had to be blindfolded and not see shit the whole movie. Nah, that ain't how it worked. <laughs> I don't care. Us. Oh God, just let's not. Okay, I fucked with it. Will Smith. All his movies bomb. How do y'all feel about that? All of them. Yeah. How many he had? Is he you? had that. Um, Gemini man and <laughs> exactly he yeah, had one spy not, movie yeah and then there was another one there was a third one that came out early this year that was Aladdin yes well that nigga's IG is popping he is I love his that nigga movie. IG is I'm like shit. him on the red table talk that nigga's yeah. IG is the sh- you, you want to see a good Will Smith movie get get red that nigga's IG is actually some good shit get on that nigga's That's Instagram yeah Lion King remake. No, never seen it. Watch it I watch watched it, but uh, the cartoon is much better. And they fucked up. Be prepared. See, black that's, cinema. That's, they could it. That's why that Disney Plus is there. Queen and Slim came out. Did y'all watch that? No. Nope. Because no. you told me it's, it's pretty <laughs> what bad. you told me. And then uh, Daniel Caesar dug a huge hole. Yep. Are, are we still canceling him? I still didn't. listen to his album. I don't. <laughs> he was my top album. That's the reason I put, wrapped up. <laughs> I put him in there just so you I say. I wasn't a big fan of his from the beginning, so not listening to him with no hard shit. That, that case good, that number one shit was fucking good. Yeah. I like G- that shit. Thanks Jesus is King, problematic album. Did anybody listen to it? Nope. I listened to it. Uh-uh. All right. That has been a wrap up. Everybody <laughs> should watch Rhythm and Flow. Yes. It's hard out here for oh wrong not one. hustle. Sorry. Hustle, nigga. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wrong. Yeah, it's way. hard out here for a pimp, man. Hey, I appreciate oh, y'all. Can you make hustle and flow in 2019? No. He was calling it nah, it's too many things just Uh-oh. happened in that movie. Damn. If you make it a period piece, period piece, it'll work. Oh. Anyway. All right. That was that was twenty nineteen. Thank you guys. Yeah. Twenty nineteen. That's what I said. You it said 2018. No, no I didn't. said 2019. All right, 19. You said 2019. It's okay. Mm. Sorry. We need positivity, man. Speak your truth. That's all right. Okay. I said I was Hide your money, y'all. There's poor people around. Look, I appreciate y'all for joining us and whatnot for the show. And if you enjoyed this type of talk, we have these discussions all the time over at the Government Name Podcast. You can check us out. We're G-U-B-M-I-N-T-N-A-M-A. Jesus. 
N-A-M-E. I'm Thank here you. to pick it up, All brother. Right. Every two That's Gummit Name Podcast. Check us out. All right. Well, you got anything else on mind, anybody? Uh, do not. I'm going to get this OnlyFans. Time to eat these chicken sandwiches. I know. OnlyFans. Until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla. Peace.